drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Episode 9. I'm glad I'm here. What's up, Veteran Gamers? Welcome back to another edition of the Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Um, I'm your host, Andy. I am joined today by my co-hosts, Alex. Out. I'm here. Have a good day. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, why do you say our name? That's well, fucking that, weird. We, we talked about this all. We talked about this already, man. Don't say our name. We're trying. I'm trying to introduce you and give you a chance to say, hey, what's up, folks? I'm joined by my co-host, Point. And I say, I'm Alex. Then he'll Who? go and say, and I, you point to Ray and he says, I'm Ray. That seems like Alex is trying okay. to take control. Which I, I is know. not going to happen. I know. I'm not taking. Yeah. It's for the greater good. All right. <laughs> Already. I am also joined by my other co-host Ray. Show him how it's done. Yo, what's up, man? See, that is that so difficult? Is that so difficult? No, it was not that difficult. Uh, today we also have two special guests here in the studio. The studio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dark in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I walked uh, in this so room, getting kind of scared. We are joined by Sex Panther Tyler. What's up, guys? Basically, he's not a fucking <laughs> guy. Damn it. <laughs> it works 60% of the time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and uh, the dress man himself, Phil. How's it going, guys? You gotta, you gotta lean a little bit for me. Is this better? Yeah, it's much better. But you don't talk lower. You, you, can, you can talk at normal. You can talk the normal voice, you know. You can talk sexy talk if you want to. That's fine. We can, we can make you that said a You said you needed show. beers to talk in this, so you need to slam two more. Let's <laughs> bottom uh, all right. There you go. Yeah. Do it. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, our other special guest today will be joined by um, the beer of the day, which is our Golden Road Brewery. They're out of Los Angeles. I've had their stuff before. It's actually pretty good. We're drinking their Wolf Pup Session IPA. Um, I actually had this yesterday. And it was pretty good, and I thought you guys would like it, so I bought some more of it. Um, and at the end of the show, we'll talk about uh, what we thought about it and uh, how it tasted and how drunk we got off of it. Um, so, and we're at 5 a.m. And uh, at p.m. p.m. <laughs> no, we're, we're getting, we're getting morning drunk. That's, that's my promise to you. See on Sunday morning, some people go to church. We come here and we have the church of the podcast where we talk shit out of the book of shit talking and we drink the Holy sacrament of the beer. Uh, and that's how we do it here. Um, so since we have two guests, I'll go ahead and give an opportunity to talk a little bit about themselves. I know you've heard a little bit about, just a little bit about Tyler during the... Uh, yeah, if you listen to the podcast, you might know <laughs> You might know a little bit about him. Uh, so Tyler, why don't you go get started? Just give us a little bit about yourself, um, who you are, how you got into the hobby, that kind of thing. All right, you guys. So if for some godforsaken reason you have no idea who I am, basically I'm the one who benefits from these guys' laziness here. And that's basically how I make my living. I pay the bills based on other people's laziness. It's actually kind of nice. He doesn't even have a job. That's 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 how he makes his living. He's you, literally off You us. are his job. Yeah, exactly. It's actually a pretty sweet gig right now. But so basically I've been in the hobby for around two years. I was a painter first. I knew some people from way back when I was young when I couldn't afford this sport or hobby. Don't, don't insult us. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Over Sorry. effort fucking Me thinking that Alex and Ray activity. would actually do a sport. My bad, That's guys. Me. All right, but uh, I got into it a couple years ago. Just walked into the shop, 
bought something and started painting it, and then I started painting everyone else's stuff because for, I guess they liked it. So, and that's basically how I got here today. Got onto the team and just getting into it because of the painting. So that was kind of the gateway. That was, you know, that was the gateway drug right there. The gateway drug. Oh, yeah. It's an addiction. It's a drug. That's Always. cool. So thank you very much, Tyler. Phil, um, beyond just what you're going to be wearing soon, um, <laughs> give us a, a little bit about who you are, how you got into the hobby, and uh, what your dress size is. Uh, dress size, uh, I'm going to go extra large. It is bulk season. No, I got in the hobby when I was like season, God, season of your stomach or what? <laughs> he's bulking up for football season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for fantasy football season. <laughs> I manage a baseball team. Oh, little league? No, no. Fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> no, I got started in the hobby when I was about like eight years old. Um, I think my first time was actually Blood Angels. Uh, Gay. No. Okay, towel guy. Blood Angels is pretty fucking badass. Um, been painting, reading, a lot of fluff ever since. Uh, at one point, I actually worked for G-Dub back in the day. Um, originally from the East Coast, moved out to these guys. Ray's looking up dresses right now. I like that V-neck. <laughs> strapless. Um, make sure it's in the short Fortunate story. enough to make the team, and here I am now. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for coming on. And we actually wanted to bring you on because we pretty we tore you a new one last episode, and we thought it'd be good for you to come on in and which one try to did defend you. <laughs> did you hear the last one? Did you hear the the Gamers Haven recap where Alex is feels listening now? Yeah, yeah. can't say anything. Yeah, that's why that's why we thought we should bring you. We on. thought we should bring you on. You know, wipe that shit and grin off his face for you. You know. <laughs> But so, Phil, you know I defended you. I defended I you. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the lover's quarrel has begun. <laughs> I've been the doghouse, guys. Uh, I've been the doghouse. Alex has been sleeping on the couch for the past couple weeks, so. <laughs> so, well, thanks, guys. Uh, so, we've had, uh, if you want to join in this conversation, you know, um, we're going to move right into it. We have, you can leave us a comment. If you want to talk bad about Alex. Like that's that's what half this podcast is for, and you can join us online. Go on to iTunes and leave us a comment. You can go on the Podbean and give us a comment. You can go on our Facebook page, our website, give us a comment and tell us how much you hate Alex, and we'll, we will we will talk about it on the show. Or my non-English oh, yeah. speaking ass. <laughs> or, Ray. or Ray, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about how Ray can't pronounce anything, please. Leave us a comment. You know, I didn't realize how much I cannot pronounce words until I started listening to the own podcast. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Maybe I should have paid attention in school. But you just should have paid attention. That's why you ended up in the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna argue that one. You know, I thought about joining the Marines. I just couldn't pass that one test. I couldn't stick my head in that fucking jar. I tried. I really tried <laughs> to stick my head in that jar. I just, I couldn't do it. Well, the fact that you tried to stick your head in the jar is why you're in the. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right. So we do have some comments um, from some folks out there. Uh, starting off with uh, Norman Spoonman himself. Spoonman. Uh, he's been a he's been a big uh, proponent of the podcast. So thank you very much, Norman. But uh, he left the comment after um, oh after the last episode. It would have been episode seven. 
before Gamers Haven Recap. I think it was episode seven, Stinker Tinker. Uh, he says, dude, it was the best episode so far. Had me laughing a lot, especially with the outtakes. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, so he really, I actually got a lot of good feedback on those outtakes. I'm saying, <clears throat> I'm surprised you didn't call that one Dick List. I can't believe I said <laughs> no, that. The Net Dick. Net, net, net Dick. Or whatever. Captain yeah. Net Dick over here. Yeah. I thought about calling it Net Dick, but actually, because the Net Dick actually showed up in Gamers Haven Recap. That's where Net Dick showed up. So I had to mm. pull I had to pull those outtakes because if I had just not put those in, no one would have gotten the jokes later on down the line where we were calling you Net Dick throughout the whole episode. So no one would have understood. So I had to throw the outtakes in. Uh, and then he also left another comment after Sky High. It says, uh, cracked me up when Alex didn't want to speak because you guys would fast forward through him, and then you fast forward through him anyway. <laughs> but no, we're, we're not going to fast forward through you. Um, go ahead, speak of the mic. So, so fast forward. Still wondering why he's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so fast forwarding is actually going to become a big piece of the show, Alex. So it's going to show up pretty frequently from time to time. So get used to it, buddy. Get used to that. Yep, yep. And then... The last comment that I have for us now is my wife is actually a big follower of the podcast, which is a, a blessing and a curse all at the same time. Because I have built in. It means you got to watch what you say. <sighs> yeah. Or we could bait you into getting in trouble once you get drunk enough. Yeah, then I'll end up with a new cat. <laughs> <laughs> Phil knows all about that. So uh, my wife writes. So first, I'd like to start with. I am the source of Andy's material, that video, the the Andy's uh, Eclipse video, and I send it to him. You guys only seeing half of his demented duo, so she's like to take credit for all the stuff that I do here, which is fine. It's she's the wife; it's her prerogative. Second, congrats to Alex for finally showing up and talking shit on the show. Only took him eight episodes. <laughs> the online crash course is crap. Pay me to teach him. I know zero about 40k, but I'm having a blast listening to the towel bashing. Can't wait to meet Phil. You better not. You better not be wear. He, he better not look better in a dress than me. Signed, my wife. So, it took him eight episodes to talk shit about somebody who it, wasn't even in. <laughs> <laughs> my kitten has bigger balls than you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> And he just got spayed. Oh, God. This is why we needed to bring on Phil. (laughs) This is good stuff. I love it. So, uh, thanks to Norman and my wife for leaving us some comments. If you want to take part in the conversation, please come online. Go to iTunes, uh, Facebook, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how shitty we are. I don't care. That's cool. Bring it on. Uh, Actually, yeah, yeah. And, and actually, we won't censor you. Yeah, I won't censor you. I will not censor you. I'll you leave me your fucks and shits. I'll give them. I'll take them all. I want all of your fucks and shits because I have no fucks left to give. So bring them on. Uh, but especially, we've actually I've been tracking the the activity of the podcast, and we're actually now international. This is now an international podcast. We're getting downloads from Europe. We're getting downloads from the UK, and actually some downloads from the Netherlands. So really, if, yeah, uh, isn't yeah. the Netherlands like? Outer space? It is kind of outer space. Yeah. Where is that? Netherlands? Yeah. It's right across the channel from uh, Britain, just north of France. So above the boot? Uh, Yeah. Well, that's that's Italy. Oh. They didn't didn't teach you geography in the Marines either, did they? (laughs) No. Just simple maps. Just just north of France. I know where I There's a little country where they smoke lots of weed. Okay? There's a little country. It's kind of like Colorado, only... (laughs) 
across the pond. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's about the same size. But when I saw we had downloads from the Netherlands, like I, I, I haven't reached out to anyone out there. So if you're reaching us, if you're getting us from Europe, let us know how we're doing. I'm, I'm truly interested in what, what you guys think of us from across the pond. I wonder I think if they fantastic. get offended by stuff. They're well, less of, how's their culture over there? Any guys know? Fuck. All what? you do is listen to metal over there. Like those northerners and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Am yeah. I wrong? A lot of metal out there. They yeah. drink lots. Yeah. They drink lots. So they should they should be. I'm, I'm hoping they appreciate all the shit talking and tau bashing. I don't know what their tau meta is out there. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I don't think tau's out there. No? no. No. I mean I know they drink, so I mean this must be right up their alley. So Bunch of Space Wolves. Space Wolves? <laughs> yeah. Space Wolves. But uh yeah, if you're out there, leave us a message, let us know how we're doing. Also too if you would like to support, if you if you appreciate what we're doing, if you value the the content, if you value beating up on Tao, if you value shit talking, if you value beer drinking, which I do, then there's 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 a way you can support that. You can become a patron of the show, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show that brings you some laughs on a Friday morning. So anyway, visit us online, visit us on uh, on Podbean, and become a patron and. If you want to join us on the show and help us talk some shit to Alex, which I know you do, for as little as twenty dollars a month, I'm getting my Sally Struthers on, like one of those. You, uh, yeah, you sound like Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, for as little as one dollar a month, you, you can save a little child. You can support this little puppy over yeah. here. <laughs> you know what? One ugly I, I, I know you talk puppy. a lot of shit about Tal, but you know what? Someone needs to talk shit about your play style. Oh, oh bring it! Oh, we're starting oh, that terrible. Bring it! I love it. Hey, I saw him look down underneath the table. He had that written down. <laughs> He's got it written on he his got, leg. He gets a little, no, little pamphlet a out. Notes how to here. burden these guys. Hey, he was hey, late. Man, he, what, he said he was up late last night. So he, was looking looking up burns. he obviously sure, wasn't man. getting sex. So he was, he was writing up comebacks. <laughs> He's looking up burns the whole time. You know, you know what, Andy? Seriously, seriously, you you suck. I do. I do. That's you all you got. Army. Really. That's all I got. Cue the sound of like a 1940s bomber. That's my jokes. You suck. Hey, you. You suck. Hey, Tony. That took a lot of thought process there. How do you pick up girls in bars? Uh, hey. He does. It's not existed. Hey, girl. Uh, You're pretty. Hey, uh, nice tits. <laughs> if, if if there's a girl at the bar, and I mean one girl at the bar, and like the rest are dudes, he still won't go order a drink because there is a girl at the bar. <laughs> no, he's in the men's restroom the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his Tau Codex in there, spanking to it. You know, he got some Tau pornography. A little bit. That is a, that is a true story. We <laughs> did catch him with his Tau Codex. <laughs> so, Late so. at night. <laughs> no, when just, was that? I think that that was. That was on our way to uh, LVO. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This, this no, is not... no, no, no. <laughs> this, this is no. It's true. <laughs> this is definitely true. You didn't I know this. Reading, you didn't know him then. I was actually, reading, no, you did. You just didn't know about that. Part. I was reading the lore on the Tau Codex. I was too busy in the dark. Driver. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> in the dark with a phone light in the middle of the night, looking over the codex and a in dirty sock not on his foot. <laughs> it was in the hotel. Real story. True story. True story. Uh, <laughs> so since we had some news out of that, we're going to move on to our next segment. We take a quick break, open up some new beers, and we'll be back with what we're now going to call the Data Slate, which is news and rumors. Here at the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted, 
we like to support our local gaming stores. Local gaming stores are the heart of the hobby, and gaming wouldn't be possible without them. So we would like to highlight fellow veteran gamers and friends of the veteran gamer reenlisted, Sky High Comics. Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated gaming and comic book store in North County, San Diego. Sky High Comics carries a wide variety of current and back-issue comic books, card games such as Pokemon and Magic the Gathering, and of course, what all Ray wants to talk about, Warhammer and Warhammer 40k. Perhaps you're a dirty towel player like Alex, and no one carries your models because no one wants to sell that garbage. The guys at Sky High Comics will have no problem ordering for you. Perhaps you're like me, and play Tyranids, and Tyranids have been so bad for so long that no one wants to carry your models. Well, guess what? The guys at Sky High Comics, they ordered my Tyranid Wars for me. The friendly and knowledgeable staff at Sky High Comics will hook you up with the toys and books you really want and need. And the veteran gamer re-enlisted puts its money where its mouth is. And Ray sends all of West Coast Arsenal to Sky High Comics for their Warhammer and Warhammer 40k needs. Support your local gaming store. Support your local veteran-owned and operated businesses. You can find Sky High Comics online at skyhighcomics.com. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Uh, we went a long way for that one. Uh, we're back with, with a new segment. Well, not a new segment, but a segment we're going to start calling the Data Slate. Um, this is news and rumors, and there is a treasure trove of news and rumors over the last week or two. A treasure trove? A treasure trove. Um, yeah, I'm using those $5 words that Ray doesn't understand. No, it's just, they're just <laughs> simpler words you could use instead of... We just need a fat dictionary, like, right <laughs> next to him at all times. <laughs> what? There's no point. He won't dictionary? even fucking look at it. <laughs> It's like we're no. playing Scrabble over here. We gotta have a dictionary for Ray to understand all the things that everyone else says. Dude, I, I don't suck think at Scrabble. <laughs> Dude, like really bad. I played Heidi once with Scrabble. She fucking kicked my ass. I was like doing three letter words, like ah, ah. <laughs> and she's doing like Four nine points. letter words and shit. I'm like, oh, she mixed right. the Z and a Q in there somehow. And then I was like, all right, well, um, let's play 40k. And then she didn't want to play. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so on to some news um we got word of some new codex releases that are everyone's excited about the new code everyone wants a new codex yeah there was two other ones and then there was craft world which is i mean we can move on from there well if you yeah. want go ahead right i mean no, you're so, there's not you're, there's not much to talk about you're, you're it. ready to shoot it. your wad on this cra craft world there have <laughs> been super tight lip about it i mean i haven't seen anything and literally once i heard about the codex craft world coming out um I've been scouring the internet for anything. Called Codex Gainus. Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, I didn't say Codex Tau. I said Codex Oh, Craftwork. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the same Codex, codex that beats you Fairy night Nest. after night after night after <laughs> tournament after top table. You know that army. Yeah. Okay. Codex Sit back Fairy in your corner. Nest, Go back over there. It is official now, though? Yeah. It is official. It's, it's, it's uh, I mean, November. The, the, three, the three are Admech, <clears throat> which everybody knows by now, especially by the time you hear this, they'll probably be out or be releasing actually next week uh we released the show on friday morning so it comes out on <clears throat> saturday so you actually hear the show just before yeah, but you like to shotgun spray them all over the place too every friday morning at 7 a.m partner i know i'm listening to it at work <laughs> in the trucks tyranids and craft worlds but and also like, imperial guard or astro militarum yeah but that's yeah but that's like further no, so, no. Yeah, so okay yeah so no admic everybody knows anyway. about and then the three that really nobody has any clue about is tyranids craft world and ig imperial guard because we don't know who Astro Militarum is. <laughs> it's okay. Why in the world would you want to play humans in a fantasy universe with all this other fun stuff? That's why I play Tau. Oh, God forbid. 
They're basic. Whatever. Not even. But like I was starting to say, like they've have like I haven't seen anything about like uh what's the websites called that show like all the leaks? Warhammer Community. No. no. Bell Lost Souls. Oh God! Get the hell don't, get don't, out of here. Bell Lost Souls. If, just right now, <laughs> I'm against Tal. I'm against Bell Lost Souls. If you want AIDS or herpes, go to Bell Lost Souls. But if you don't, don't go there. Right? <laughs> is that an offer or just, <laughs> in there? just don't go there well i i don't have a little flare up right here in the corner but it's right here in the corner so it's not too bad <laughs> just don't share a glass with me we'll be fine <clears throat> but i mean there's nothing out there on any of the codexes that they worded just that they're coming i get it from uh how do you how do you say it nat you might want to figure that out before say, you start talking this. i can't it. i can't even pronounce it fayette yeah fayette twenty one twelve or sorry Two one two, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, there's nothing on there no. about anything, because I'm, I don't know what GW's doing now to keep their uh, sources in house, I guess. But there's really no like valuable, like the stuff that they do put on there. It's like, yeah, that's what helpful. the community already said. Like, I don't know. They do sometimes get pictures here and there, but there's nothing out there, and it's really, like, I don't know. The fact that I know a Craftworld Codex is coming out. Is kind of affecting my games. Like, I don't really want to paint really new shit because I'm like, oh, well, not me paint shit, but I don't want to give Tyler stuff more and then just be like, well, I'm not going to use these. I don't mind. I mean, just keep sending it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you're paying the bills. So I, I am paying the bills. <laughs> Actually, I'm paying the bills because you gave me free models to pay Tyler. That was bartering. <laughs> That's we, true. We, you, you do owe me some money right about now. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you, bitch, pay him, all right? Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. You know, before he starts breaking your legs and all that. Well, my question to you, Ray, is... It's a mafia, man. Yeah. Oh, we, impressions. The impressions are back. Oh. What? What? Uh, so, too early for that shit. No. <laughs> so, Reese, tell me about God. Worlds. Don't bring Reese, because last <laughs> time, then you went into a dick-sucking contest about how you he was your buddy, and you didn't want to offend him. I guarantee he doesn't listen. Guarantee. No, I, he doesn't listen. Well, Hey guys, Grace here. You know, I'm gonna talk about a unit that doesn't sell very well, but I so this like is it. the point where you fast forward them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, so take one of the biggest guys in this and just like spit on his face. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. That's great advice for life. <laughs> well, my question to you, Ray, is what kind of things are you hoping for out of a Craft Worlds Codex? Like, well, well, from seeing the other codexes, I'm really interested on what, um stratagems could be like because the stratagems are a great addition to eighth edition they, they're i mean I, I love them right yeah i hate them it's a love-hate relationship because i hate them because i don't have any unique ones but they are cool i can look at them like because I, I study other codexes and it's just cool like it definitely adds the flavor of of said codex right mm-hmm. and you know the ones for admix to come out they're gonna be cool too it's just, or the ones that they have previewed are pretty cool. Yeah. And I just don't see, because they do go with the flavor of the army, so I don't, like, Eldar is real fast, so I assume they have to do with movements and stuff. I mean, if they're, but I am hoping for points reductions, because <laughs> Eldar is incredibly overpriced. You'll get nothing. And like it. I think everyone's hoping for points reductions. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some units that I think that are perfectly like a wave serpent. This it's pointed correctly. Sure, what, whatever. But like a wraith knight, it's that's pointed way over. But I think any 
But I take the stands on any of the big things now or point it over price. Any of them. Any army. I wouldn't hold your breath because I was for the Grey Knight Codex and the only points change was that Terminators got two points more expensive. Yeah, but then you look at the Chaos Space Marines and things did go down. True. But that's how Chaos has always been. Everything's under costed in the Chaos, Chaos Codex. What happened with the, the weapons on the Grey Knight Codex? Did those go up or down? Did you see any significant movement there? It's the exact same as the, um, as the indexes except for the... The Grandmaster and the Dread Knight. He's the only new thing, which is everything, which yeah, is an old thing. Yeah, literally <laughs> the only points change in the Codex that I noticed, which I could be wrong, is that Terminators got two points more expensive, pointing at Paladins even harder because now they're like a seven point difference per model. So, and I mean, there's a lot of wish listing I could do. Sure. For like, I mean, Warlocks in general, like they're shit. When you have the stupid Chaos one, Malefic Lords. They're basically the same thing, but a billion times better. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some rules update would be cool, but not I just really looking at the stratagems so much. Like, maybe I can get units back or because Eldar has no real way of like deep striking units or at least valuable units. Like, yeah, you got striking scorpions and yeah, striking scorpions. And then if you go Forge World, you can deep strike a certain character, but his other guys, the ghost. The flying ghost aspects. I forgot what they're called. But uh, they can deep strike the leader can, but not the guys. They're the same thing, but they can't. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's little things that, like, I think it was overlooks. But it's just really point. Like, points, I I think the biggest thing about Crawford is that the points really hurt them. Yeah. Because, I mean, I lose one unit, and it really hurts my army. Because it's more of an elite army. And, I mean, all elite armies... In this edition, are suffering, are, are suffering because know. everything can hurt everything, and the small little guys that cost freaking three points, gotcha. <laughs> like they can shoot so many shots, Correction, and just math is gonna weigh you down. So, and, and that's the thing about eighth edition. Eighth edition became a huge math problem now. Like you can, like I can shoot these quality shots, but then I can just shoot twelve more times over here, which then nets me the same amount of damage through average dice rolls. Right. And as soon as a person rolls below average, I just spiked way higher than what the other quality shooting can do just because they rolled bad. Right. So, I mean, that's the, but that's the problem with eighth edition. You know, I'm, I'm, I also don't like the fact that everything can hurt everything. Cause I mean, you and I have a military background and you and I know you can shoot an M4 at an Abram tank all day long. Ain't going to do nothing. Ain't going to do shit. <laughs> Won't even tickle it. And it's just not the portrayed in the game. The bounced back at me and hurt me more <laughs> than I hurt that tank. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there's not much much news on the Craft Worlds, but as soon as I get it, you damn sure I will be talking about it. Sure, yeah. I mean, we're going to be doing another record in two weeks, and I I can pretty much guarantee they'll probably be out by then. Because I, I do think um, Craft World will be the next Codex. Because um, these uh, Mars robot guys and Mech... I guess it could be Tyranids. And make our Imperium. So I, I don't think they're going to be IG next. Right. So it's either up to Tyranids and Craft World. I thought we were confirmed Tyranids in November. So we've got to be something in October. Oh, I didn't hear I didn't hear that note. I didn't hear that. I thought News. we were confirmed for November for both. I just know that all these codecs that they showed are coming out before Christmas. the end of November. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think, cause you know, on Christmas, GW does like the terrain bundle sales, and they do they, well, they do did, their bundle sales. They, for they Christmas. did their Christmas blowout. They do the uh, the yeah, wish list blowout. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's you do 
it just saves you a click. It, it, yeah, it's not. It's not really a. There's no savings. You get all this stuff. It's it's the same price, but right. you get all this stuff with this one button. Right. <laughs> one button. No, there's no price reduction here. Well, Alex, where is the button? Hmm? Have you ever found it? Have you found the button ever? <laughs> that means he would have to participate. I know where the button is action. when I punch. I know where the button is when I punch. See, he doesn't someone. even know. He's just. It's right over his head. <laughs> No, I, see, I, see what we're doing every time on the podcast. You guys are talking about vaginas. There's a lot of. There's a lot. <laughs> you guys are talking about vaginas. Is this why there's always a guest? Because you guys just can't handle just the three of you. It's, if there was three of us, the podcast would just be Andy and me because he would get edited out most of the time. <laughs> Do you think the craft world codex though will break it up into different craft worlds? Like, and it'll be fast and. Okay, so, so, so forth or oh, Ian, Ian that, oh yeah, the, I forgot. To, thanks, uh, I totally forgot about because the the, the red ones. Yeah, uh, Sam High, Sam Hale, Sam Hale. Yeah, oh. I can't. Do whoa, it. whoa, whoa! <laughs> easy, 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 man. God, there's enough going on in this country. Oh, is that a racist thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not affected by those things. <laughs> well, look at his shirt. I thought it was that. Look at his shirt. It says "Save California" with the you know the. Soviet. Let's keep the let's keep the politics. Now. <laughs> well, I mean, we all know it, how that's we, I did. Go, I did Alex. forget about that part. I'm super interested in what they're going to do for the flavors of each craft world because I mean, I'm loving the you know the ultramarine chapters, the chaos legions, much as I hate them, uh, the, the weird named admix shit that they got going on is really cool. Yeah, the, the special rules for each one provides a set different. I mean, I don't, I don't, I have a lot of armies. I mean, most of the time we record in my my nerd room, my war room. But uh, I really get a kick out of, like, looking at all, like, their craft world. Like, oh, that's cool. But I am seeing a trend. Like, some of them, like, copy each other. Like, Ravenguard is in both Admech mm-hmm. and in Chaos. Mm-hmm. Just not called Ravenguard. Right. Mm-hmm. So, they're, so they're recycling ideas. But, I mean, if you look at it in a game point of view, it's, it's a way of balancing. Sure. Right? Because to balance something, you have to be equal on both sides. There's, like, you look at chess. That's a balanced game. It's the same shit, same rules, everything on both sides. Right. That is a balanced game. If anybody wants to complain about a fucking balanced game, go play chess. Right? Yeah. There's, like, other than whoever goes first has a little bit chance of winning above the person going second. That, But that's it in chess, right? In, in, in this, it's Wade. Yeah, yeah. Going first is there's an alpha strike problem, but that's a whole another topic in itself. Right. And we've discussed it, and I think it's been discussed. But I, but I think, like, what, what you brought up is... yeah. I think if we can just ignore like moving and taking, because one of the one of the planets in a uh, Admech got the move and shoot assault weapons or stuff, right? But, yeah. I mean, I know we'll get into them later, but they got yeah. into it. So I think we're going to be getting stuff like that. Yeah, everyone's going to get because a piece that's of that's that. another thing that hurts Eldar a lot is that most of our weapons we move and we take penalties, and a lot of our weapons are heavy. I mean, yeah, we have assault weapons, but. Our other weapons that used to be good are heavies, like our rocket launchers, our scatter lasers, like all the stuff that can put the volume out to kill the freaking conscripts are heavy. So then we're hitting on fours or fives if we're already degraded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But like I said, there's not, there's no confirm, confirm shit out there. And uh, I did put tidbit, I'll just read it. Uh, suck it, towel. Because we're getting a codex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't worry, you're not going to be very enthusiastic when my codex comes out. <laughs> I know that. Why well, do I have insider information that you're you're not going to be happy with Tau? Tau codex. The only change, commanders doubled in price. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> from what from what I've heard, us Craft World, Eldar, Inari, Dark Eldar. Well, actually, Craft World in general will be pretty happy with with our codex. From what I've I have some sources that can tell me. You have some sources? I got some sources that Deep tell me. Deep in the webway? They pretty much told me that you will be fine. They're exact words. You will be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. From a very competitive person that puts me at ease. So I was like, all right, I'll all have right. options to be able to contend. Because right now it is pretty hard. <laughs> I can tell you. I, I mean, honestly, if a craft world Eldar, if you're not playing Yunari, like just... Plain and simple. If you're in a tournament, you're not playing. You're playing Eldar and not playing Inari. You're not trying to win, right? For one, and if you are playing Craft World and you play against a demon, you might as well just shake their hand because you can't win. Because <laughs> I, I think I said in the podcast before, maybe we we're talking outside outside the podcast, is that our strength is quality shooting, where we have good AP and then it does a lot of damage. But when you play against demons, it doesn't matter, right? They got the invulnerable saves anyway. Always going to get their saves, yeah. No matter what. So, <clears throat> but you have stuff in here. Well, you should be super excited because your one of your books at least is coming out, and you got news about your other ones. Yeah. So we have a book coming out, and we'll go. I'll go into Admech in a little bit because I got a, there's a lot to talk about there. Uh, but the Tyranid Codex was announced sometime in November. Um, and so, what do you <clears throat> think? Are you going to go back to Tyranids? I'll always, gonna... I'll always, I'll, I'll always play Tyranids. It just depends on what the codex looks like because my big complaint of the current indexes is for tyranids especially it lacks a lot of flavor mm-hmm. um nothing really feels impactful at all i don't think it lacks flavor there's definitely <clears throat> a point of view what they're trying to do with the index and their play style it's just not portrayed on the game table because they don't have tricks to come accomplish it right accomplish it right so for instance you, you have the swarm lord thing they can do where you can you know move a unit of gene stealers up there's lots of different tricks that are in there the problem is they don't feel as if like they're cohesive yet, like it's missing something. And I think a lot of the keywords that are in the index, which aren't really flushed out yet because we don't have a codex, are lacking the ability to accomplish those things that are intended but aren't quite happening yeah, yet. Yeah, and your uh, your chapter tactics mm-hmm. slash craft worlds are what again in the Tyranids? Oh, the, ch- uh, the craft worlds? No, no you know the high what? Fleets. Yeah, oh, it's high, high, high fleets. fleets. Uh, there's Behemoth, there's Leviathan. Um, Medusa's on the rise right Medusa, now. Medusa, yeah. Kraken, Gorgon. <clears throat> yeah, because I think... But, uh, oh, yeah, if the podcast haven't realized, uh, Tyler you plays Tyranids too. I do. I have about <laughs> like 10,000 points of Tyranids plus. So I'm, oh, fantastic. I'm ready. So, I have all the Titans, so I'm like ready for Tyranids to be kick-ass again. I don't know. I don't know if "again"s the right word because I can't even remember the last time they were kicking. They had monster mash back fourth in fifth. edition. Fourth okay. edition. Well, that was before my time, so I never experienced the fun Tyranids. It was fifth. <clears throat> no, it was, it was fifth. They could still do some stuff. Like, well, fifth, I mean, fourth still... fourth monster mash was more in effect and super strong, but fifth they still had it. But well, then that's when Flying Circus came around, and Flying Circus was well because they had Tyranids uh, had biomorphs back then. They could give you a two plus save. My biggest problem with the Tyranids right now is that. Every army seems like their characters actually buff the army. For Tyranids, it's extremely specific. Like Old One-Eye, he buffs Carnifexes. So you have to run an entire list based on Carnifexes if you want to run him. Nothing in the Tyranid Codex buffs Tyranids right now, which that's my biggest problem. But that that's a trend in 40k in general. Like All the armies that are doing really good have characters that just buff the army. 
or yeah, they buff exactly. said said uh, keyword, right? Yeah, that's and I'm not I'm not saying specific unit. I'm saying like specific like faction keyword, like Raven Guard yeah. or that's what's your or legions or whatever. Right but yeah, like Tau, um, all Eldar, your Tyranids. Even, well, Grey Knights have Imperium shit, but still Grey Knights are a little... Like, all of them have that problem, too, where their characters are like, uh, we do this, reroll once. Okay, but they, over there, reroll everything mm-hmm. and reroll ones of wounds and they get to mm-hmm. ignore charges or some other bullshit, you Pisses know? me off to no end. To no end. You've got the UNR. No. Oh, yeah. that one. Hitting mm-hmm. on twos rerolling. You don't even have a codex yet. <laughs> Well, <laughs> on, on stupid fucking drones. Well, let too. me let me explain myself. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I, I just don't like the fact that you know chapter masters or, or just they have <clears throat> space marines have so many rerolls. It's ridiculous. I only get one type of reroll. I either reroll once or I can choose to reroll standing still, which is bad for town. But I mean, I I get I get your grips. I mean, I have the same thing. Like a lot of what space marines do, like oh, reroll hits or reroll wounds. Eldar get that, but in a power where right. I have to get yeah, that Yanari. off. And if I'm playing against anybody that has one Psyker, which I'm not complaining about the Psyker phase, love the Psyker phase in 8th edition. Like, you can have one Psyker and you can affect the game. But, like, it can get countered and then it just doesn't happen. So I just got to hope dice go my way, right? Right. And Space Marines is like, I don't cast anything. You're just, it's just, this is just going to happen and I'm just going to get extremely better. And when you look at their previous editions, they never had the ability to reroll a shit ton of things, like whole armies worth of stuff or rerolling wounds. They space range used to be like they roll their dice and that's what happens, right? right? And it's just it's, it's everything's been flipped on the head basically. Which those dice rolls are always really good because they're space marines. They're always they almost always hit yeah. what they're already going to hit without the buffs. And that's why they didn't used to have those abilities because they always they already hit on threes. They already wound on threes or twos. Back then, because wounding on two is a lot easier. And now suddenly Pretty Boy's there and makes the entire Space Marine galaxy suddenly the best warriors in existence. <laughs> just for being... <laughs> Phil for, shake his head and stretch and roll his eyes in the back of his Phil, head. The Phil plays Robot girly, girly man. man. I know. And it's not even his girly man. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have him yet. It's killing me. Phil put his girly man right in the Phil's hand, or right into Tyler's hands. I'm so sick of the bitching. <laughs> Conscripts are too cheap. Girly man's too fucking good. I'm, I'm so sick of hearing it. Girly man is good. He's just too cheap for his points. Welcome to my world. And then Mortarian's going to come out, and I can't wait till that happens, because he's going to be the new overpowered oh, yeah. crybaby. Oh, yeah. Shit. oh yeah. yeah. And then girly man will be okay. And I can you can have a list. Like, <laughs> you can have a list of Mortarian, Magnus, and the big chicken, and still fit... Fit uh, brimstones with a four plus influence. So yeah, fuck you yeah. still get a brigade for three hit. more command but, points. But girly man's our issue here. He's he's the problem. Yeah. Well, yes. of course, yes, according yes. according to Reese, what throws him over the top is that he gives three more command points. Hey guys, <laughs> it's not the fact that you get them back. Too good. <laughs> no, it's that That's the fact that he gives three more and he has a chance of getting them back. So effectively, you have. 25 command points per match. I mean, luckily when I play you and I played other ultramarine guys, they're like, oh, I get it back on a five. And they roll I'm like, yeah, you got none of them back. Okay, continue on. I played and Phil, he got like 90% of them. Yeah, but I'm I have, so over but like, I watched you play. <laughs> look, it's look like, oh, no, look he spans three. Look at this shit, look at this now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's, he's he started with right 11 now. command points and he ended the game with like 23 <laughs> or something. I was like, okay, this is, this is going fun. This is fun. 
Back to Tyranids. Grab a trail. But uh, yeah, I, I agreed with you. I felt that the characters felt unimpactful. They just didn't provide anything other than synapse to give, you know, fearlessness in this edition is good. Yes. But it, I felt it make you dependent on these little bubbles, which made you un immobile. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot of times I was stuck standing in one position just to keep my little bubbles. And I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable. It was, un- I would leave them, but it felt uncomfortable to do it. And all of a sudden, I would lose my fearlessness. I would mm. lose my negative one to hits. So yeah, but ju- when you play when you play Tyranids, you, you it's not so much I'm going to throw this whole blob at you, right, and get their full effect. You you have to get good with ha- having a tell behind your unit. Yeah, like have yes, you lose attacks, but you are still fearless. Sure, you are getting whatever bonuses. Right. The thing is, you're paying all those points for those units and then sitting back there not providing anything, whereas I feel other armies can provide the entirety of their unit to yeah, do what that, they want to do. but that's because Tyranids are a close combat army and they yeah. have to get in the face. Yeah. But that's also why Tyranids have big units. Yeah. Well, and the solution to that is the Hive Tyrant, which right now is grossly overpriced. And they just need to fix out some little kinks. Like, honestly, the biggest upset to me is that the Hive Tyrant always has to be paying for four scything talents even as the wings the model if you give it wings has sets for one arm option but you have to pay for two arm options that's it's the little things that are just irritating to me yeah so you can't just buy the wings and then the guns you have to buy the wings the guns and then scything talents which the model doesn't have it's the little oversights like that that are just needing to be adjusted Right. But I also think your guys' stratagems will be pretty good. I I, yeah. I guarantee you'll get stratagems just to bring back units. Like, they're just going to come back. Yeah. And I also guarantee you'll get deployment uh, stratagems of just moving them so you, you're already closing the gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get some of that. Like what Gene Stiller Colt got, we'll get some of that in yeah. there, which the, would be helpful. So you didn't have to buy a 300-point model to the then make Gene Stiller do what they, they have to do. Yeah, a 300-point model that... I always roll ones on the damage, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I tell you guys over and over, I hate D6 damage. Yeah. I hate it. It's awful. It's like, all right, D6, it went through, and one. Yeah. Command repoint. Okay, I got two. I got two. Woo! Or Perfect. one again. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, re- I, don't know, I hate D6. I, I love consistent damage. I don't care if it's damage two. Like, I love my damage three reapers, but damage two is perfect like when you're talking into math like you can you know your math like if this goes through i need this many to go through this is the statistics and you roll a dice and you see what happens and more more likely it happens right now if you play someone and they roll fucking four sixes to fucking save shit (laughs) hayden (laughs) no he's talking about me last game Um, he's fucking retarded (laughs) oh yeah we proved that his dice were loaded last time we played just saying hey hey Hey. you put them in water i rolled good with them that's proof enough That's funny. These I was playing a game against who Anthony or something like that, and then I have these guy, all these guys, Ray, Phil, and Tyler, to just roll on my dice. They're like, "Alex, your dice are loaded, man." I'm like, no, they're not. They're, they're Chessex dice. If yeah. I can roll good with dice, they're loaded. I've bought like ten sets of dice within the past year, and all of them like to be ones and twos. Told I don't you, know what told it you, you just gotta <laughs> keep rolling, dude. It's because you only touch them when you actually play the game. 
I think it's pretty. You know, I think it's because Hayden. That's, touches that's really. Long. That's really why. What do you want me to do? Fondle him at night? No, dude. All my dice sit well, on Alex my table. Does. He just sits there. So and when I come home from work, I walk by like, oh, hey, dice, and I roll them for a little good, bit, and then I continue. You infuse them with some good juju. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm always fucking rolling dice. You see, I think Hayden put a curse on me when I first started playing. Oh, I I played Grey Knights. I know. I know exactly. Well, he definitely doesn't like Grey Knights now. No, dude, that game was funny. We'll get into that. No, I've never felt that good playing a game of 40k. Like I was on top. Like of the even world. even if say Grey Knights because they're not super good, but they they're still really good parts. They shoot a lot. I mean, they but they just get really good against demons, and which is funny mm-hmm. because like the top meta lists now are armies that have these big demons in it. What you and mean, like you mean the demon hunters are actually supposed to be able to kill demons on the tabletop? Yeah, it's weird. It's this like they actually fit the lore. I mean, yeah. like <laughs> GW's doing pretty good yeah. on that on that yeah. front, but uh, like. It's cool to have, like, if say if there's a couple Great Knight players in a tournament, those Demon players that are top armies, they want to dodge the Great Knight players. Because Magnus doesn't do shit against Great Knights. Like, here, uh, Smite. Okay, I block that. Okay, cool. Here, yeah. Again? Oh, block that. Okay. Again? Okay, those are your three, right? Okay, now to start taking mm-hmm. these. Three, three, yeah. three, three. You're dead. <laughs> if, yeah. all of my, if all of my Great Knight list gets to Smite, it's 30 plus 2d6 mortal wounds to a Demon. Yeah, and that's really good. And that, yeah, and I think like the meta needs that. But at, at the same time, inches. you still need people to play Grey Knights at at tournaments. Look at that! I'm the denial guy. I'm never gonna <laughs> win anything, but I'm gonna make sure that one guy doesn't win. But I mean, they have but a that, lot of things that that's can... important. We need you on. We need you at that tournament for the support. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they have a lot of things that because the fact that in cover their whole army has a two plus save, right? So and they can deep strike. A shit ton of things, and they can always be deep striking, which is good against uh, Astro Militarum too. You can get in their face. Storm Bolters can mow down conscripts, mm-hmm. like because a couple they shoot a shit ton. Four shots per guy. Yes, please. Peace Silencers shoot a shit ton. Peace Silencers will take down any of their tanks. That's all you have to do for their tanks, and it's like I think they're good against those two armies. Just as there's there's not a lot of Granite players, like pure Granite players. They always want to like splash in. You know, Imperial Guard or something, right? Because they're, they're just good. And gray Knights. That's what it is. It's Gunline yeah. and then Grey Knights. Like Phyllis over here. Oh, yeah. Your, your new list has all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, Gunline actually needs some support. But I think MSU Grey Knights is still really good. Like, you have the Paladins in there to, to be a threat, and then you have everything else is just MSU. And they shoot a ton. They have to pick multiple targets to shoot at you. And as long as you're, as long as the tournament has good terrain, you're always going to be having a two-up save because, I mean, Storm Bolt to shoot 24 inches. Mm-hmm. You could just come down and Deep Strike doesn't scatter anymore, which is great. You can come down, have two-plus saves. You could be out of line of sight as long as your, your infantry units are in terrain. Like, they can be on top of something, but if the guns can't see you, you still have a two-plus save. I mean, I think they have, they're pretty strong. And then once again, close combat against Guard, it's over. Yeah. And Grey Knights have incredible stratagems, stratagems and powers. Honestly, they're a little expensive. They they because they are expensive. The reason why I say they're expensive is because you don't have access to a lot mm-hmm. because your models are yeah. expensive if already. If you see a Grey Knight brigade, brigade, call over a ref because they probably cheated to get that brigade. Let's be honest here. Not unless, not unless they're using not pure. Grey no, Knights. that's what I'm saying. If it's pure Knight brigade, you're looking at like a four thousand point game. So, <laughs> sorry, just little subtle shocks. It's cool. Continue. You guys done? About what? I don't know. The two of them were just making out in the corner. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, doing under the table hand jobs over here. 
I don't know if the table handjobs are actually fantastic because. Yeah, if it's from a girl, <laughs> that's fucking fine. Well, you can pretend. You can use hands your imagination. Hand. Hands a hand. Hands a hand. Hands a hand. Yeah, no, holes a hole. I like a strong grip. I like it. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Well, let me tell you about Broken Knives. Broken Knives is the role-playing games where Picasso was to boxing and Tyson is to art. These two dudes have literally made tens of dollars producing professional-grade content for your gaming table. You can check out their newest series for 5th edition D&D, The Tales of Bentev and the Bard, on dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Tales of Bentevin is an adventure supplement for the Dungeon Masters. It's about a nefarious bar that seems just like screwing with people. If you're the Dungeon Master, it's basically like harassing your players, but in a playful kind of way. And it's all on dmsguild.com. Also, I've been told I have to say this three times, so it's dmsguild.com. So get the first four tales of Bentev and the Bard for free on dmsguild.com. Wait, that's four times. Sorry, I went too far. dmsguild.com. We went off topic, but that's cool. I like it. Um, but um, just finishing up on Tyranids, I felt like they're unimpactful. I didn't feel they had a lot of flavor in the codex. I'm looking to see, like you said, the stratagems, um, the different um, high fleet abilities that are come out of there, I think will provide. If you had to put money on it, what do you think Eldar is going to come out first or Tyranids? Something's got to come out in October. Tyranids. And I, and I think Tyranids were, re- were I don't, guaranteed I don't, for November. I don't November. think so because the way, cause the, the way they're releasing things is on the stories of how it's going, right? And right. It was a big thing, Imperium vs. Chaos. Eldar and Eldrad specifically is very tied into Imperium lore. So he has to come around. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. He, I think he has to come before Tyranids and then Tyranids would be the big bag. Oh, they're going to come and eat everybody. Everything. Yeah. They're the big danger from beyond. Then yeah. everyone has to deal with it. Cause yeah. aren't they coming from around ball right now? Like didn't like a huge high fleet just get, I forget where like, we are in the lore on that sometimes, one. Sometimes no, they, they got, dodged them. They got teleported. Like, yeah. Corn Corn basically said, no, Ball's going to be mine, and basically kicked out the Tyranids. Okay. Yeah. So we'll wait and see what happens. Because actually what they're doing with the lore, and I know you don't get too deep into it, but they're doing a lot with the lore to move the story forward. And actually it ties you. very closely to the, the abilities of the models. I love it. I no, I, I, I love all, what GW is yeah. doing, and I do follow the lore a little bit more now because they're doing a good job for the retard people that don't read mm-hmm. GW. I'm right. saying they're doing a good job because they are doing like little snippets, like these little like updates of what's happening in the in the Warhammer community page. They have these little updates, and you can read, and like you pretty much get what's going on, like the fate of Konar and stuff. Like I read all that stuff because that's easy. Yeah, I can read that on the shitter, you know. Right. And that's where I do most of my 40K all, reading. All of your reading, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you can say that. All yeah, reading. all of your reading. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do shit a lot, so, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, what is it, consistent? No. I don't know. I'm regular? Pretty, there you go. That word. <laughs> I'm pretty regular, so. A lot of fiber in your diet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mini weeds. Yeah. A lot of mini weeds. <laughs> But yeah, the the lore is tying closely to what the models are actually doing, and the models are doing what the lore says it's supposed to do, and I think that's good. That's a good thing, I think, for the hobby in general all around. You know, when the things do what they're supposed to do, if you spend time reading the Horus Heresy or any of the books, 
right? You want you read these really cool things that happen on a battlefield in some planet, some far place away, and he's like, "Wow, I wish my fucking models could do that shit." Yeah, like that would be I, fantastic. Like and I then listen they to uh, a lot of the audio dramas. Yeah, freaking awesome because I don't got to read, and they do most of the thinking for me. Minimal effort. They have the sound <laughs> effects and the sound. The person reading it is like in character or whatever. There's different sounds. It's awesome. And you hear all this, like, the most recent one I heard was about a Black Templar Dreadnought guy, like a guy uh-huh. being a drone, they keep waking him up and stuff, forgot the name of it. But uh, I think I read I listened that short to that. story. I, yeah. I listened to it back in 7th, and you're, t- you're like, the Dreadnought's going around and killing shit and being badass, and then I'm like, in 7th, I was like, that, that doesn't happen. That doesn't Dread- happen at all. Dread- <laughs> Dreadnought gets uh, immobilized and we don't care anymore. All right. <laughs> Cool. But now, like, yeah, dreadnoughts aren't the greatest thing in the world. But, I mean, you actually have to put some focus onto a dreadnought to kill them, which kind of represents, like, because if they get in your lines, they're going to screw you up. Yeah, you're fucked. Like, yeah. dreadnought, dreadnoughts are, are good. They're not super good. But, no. I mean, they kind of fit more of the fluff now than they did back in other editions. Right. And I think they're doing a good job, like you said, matching models to lore. And if you actually want, and I, I talked to a guy from Europe, he's, there's another podcast called The Triumvirate, and what they're doing is they're following the codexes as they come out and actually reading and talking about the lore more deeply. So if you're interested in some more of the lore topic, it's these two guys from England who do a pretty good job with the lore stuff. I listened to their podcast. I reached out to them and offered, you know, hey, can I talk, can I talk meant you guys real quick? Yeah, sure. Go for it. You know, they... I think they like to drink. I think they like, to, and they're talking more about the lore. I know that's not where we're focusing. So if you want to get some of that, like Alex, you want to hear some more of that, or someone out there wants more lore, give them a, give them a try. But I like how the lore is kind of reaching out there. That's why I think 30k <clears throat> did so well. Like that community blew up. Well, they had like a fanboyism too, like well, kind right. of like Star the, Wars. Right. The fluff bunnies got around, and I'm not knocking fluff bunnies. I'm kind of one of them. <laughs> I'll be, fluff bunny, <laughs> I'll be your fluff bunny, baby. I'll be your fluff bunny. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what? What is a fluff bunny? What does that, that mean? We're really good friends. We could be. Okay. Like think, really, really good friends. Good friends <laughs> like have a really bunny. good friends. Like. All right. So yeah. those those are the two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move on. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna well, move yeah. on here now. We'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that. <laughs> well, we'll actually, we'll come back to you now because one of the other codexes that was talked about about future being rumored was. Astra Militarum. I, I'll forever call them Imperial Guard. I, yeah. I will forever yeah. call them that. I'm sorry, GW. I'm just not going to call them Astra Militarum. That's, Astra Militarum is stupid. That's so stupid. It's, <laughs> it's Astra in the ass was what it is. It's ass Militarum is what it's it is so to me. But it's Imperial Guard. It you know. So one of the Codex releases talking about was Imperial Guard. So you're you're our guard player here in, at the table. So give me a little thought about... Ish. Kind yeah. Of most of them out. Um, I'm excited. I hope they go... More. They don't need help. Screw you. No, I'm. I'm just saying, fluff wise, I want to see more <laughs> than just Cadians. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see different, like regiments and different planets, like the Valhalla and First. Well, you don't. You don't gotta bring Kachin. back those old pewter models and stuff like that. I understand you can't do an entire product line based off of fluff, as awesome as it would be. But just bring back stories of different regiments, different rules. You know, Catachins would be nice. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. When this codex comes out, like they're already a good index already. Right. Strong yeah. index. I don't want to see uh, conscript points go up, obviously. I don't think they're as OP as everyone cries about. I don't think the points either go up, but I think how a commissar 
Are you or, kidding me? Or are the you, character. Are you guys fucking kidding me right now? Well, so the commissar gives an ability to do. There are three points, right? Four. four. Okay, there are four points, right? Let me let me let me let me tell you guys a secret on how to beat conscripts. There's Snipers. these guys behind them called commissars. Okay, shoot them. Yeah, but there's this there's this addition called eighth says you can't shoot them. Well, that, snipers, and that's what I'm getting to is if you limit the ability of commissars to affect conscripts, because conscripts supposed to be like they're barely a part of the army. Like you pulled them out of some village, you threw a las gun the, in their the, hands, the like, fact, now go out and fight. Right. The fact is, is that a conscript is basically fucking snowflake next door. <laughs> like, hey, you're gonna fucking die. I don't give a shit what the fuck you want or what your view of the president is. Here's a gun. Enemies coming. You better shoot them or die. They're not going to follow orders. No. Or be scared of a commissar, as said, anybody at Camp Pendleton right now. Right? Right. Because that's pretty much what a platoon is. Like, they're regimented. They're trained. So, yes, they know what a commissar is. They've been structured to, to fucking look up to this person. And they know what orders is. And they've been trained to actually fight a fucking war. Not fucking Snowflake next door. That fucking has purple hair and fucking holes in his ears to go fucking fight a war. He's not going to fucking do, oh, move, move, move. Yeah, I'm going to run more. No, I'm going to sit here and cry because I'm scared out of my fucking mind. That's what a commas, uh, fucking conscript is. So if they can, if they don't get orders, I'm not saying they don't take away get orders, orders. I don't say we they make them cheaper. Well, I don't that's, say they. The no, if, if, I don't say if don't you get take orders, away orders, then they say their points. But I don't think you can take away the orders. You make it tougher for them to receive the orders. Where like maybe a stratagem point, a stratagem point, or it comes in on a four up or something like that, where that actually follows the rule. Because so, it's not. Or you actually have to kill a guy to do the order. If the yeah, conscript, something, something, I, okay, I, I where something that. has to interact to make the conscript do it, as instead of automatically saying, "Okay, now you fall back, and now you get to shoot again," or first rank, second rank, do your thing. They're not, they're not supposed to be. They're not. I mean, in other editions, you they're had, not a guard. You team. had a tax to take fucking conscripts. You had to take platoon. You had to. So right. you had to have a HQ. You had to have a platoon, and then you had the conscripts, and it was limited to one. You're gonna have three units of fucking thirty, right? And I, I would, I would be okay with that. I'd be okay with them making it to because where there's more attachment. You can only have one group of forty or however many conscripts. You can't just spam them. I understand, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Because totally. there's many things that make the conscripts good. Yes, you take one of those limbs, then they're balanced, right? They're right. If you take them as they are now, they're too, they're too cheap for what, what as they are right now because they get orders and they're basically fearless. Now. If they're not affected by a commissar, totally fine how they are. They can still take orders. If they are, they are scared of the commissar and are fearless, but they can't take orders, then they're fine how they are. Now, if you want to keep them having both fearless and getting orders, which make them the orders is what make them incredibly good, mm-hmm. then you have to hike the points. You just have to. You have to take one of those legs away from their fucking table that's making them an OP unit because they are. They're an OP unit. I think that leg is the hitting on fives. That like that, that, that does nothing awful. when they're re-rolling. You shoot a bajillion shots, hitting off fives to get to re-roll ones. When you shoot a bajillion shots, you're going to roll a lot of ones, and you get a second time to roll basically another big handful of fucking dice. I mean, there's a reason why people are spamming conscripts right. with the commissars behind it, because it's really, really good. Like, it's too good for the points. And, and I, I think- love it. In the sense of a fluff reason. Oh, it yeah. makes fluff yeah. about guard great. Like, yeah. there's, there's a million miles on the board. They don't like care a... about who dies. Yeah. I get that. But the fact that they get 
orders and they're fearless because of an officer that's in the military, which conscripts aren't in the military. Like, I've already went over that. Like, it just, one, doesn't make sense. And two, is what makes them OP for their points cost. For four points small, that's, that's being fearless, could shoot twice or move twice or fall back and still shoot without fly is really good. It's it's too much for four points. And conscripts basically break combat armies. I mean, because you can you have to charge the conscripts if you're a combat army. And guess what? They're just gonna leave, and then you have six artillery pieces blasting apart your berserkers that were just stuck in combat with conscripts. And, and yes, and killed twenty eight of them. But guess what? The one is still alive because the conscript shot the second one in the back of the head. And so suddenly, you all you did that entire game was kill conscripts with your combat army then they make combat armies utterly useless because they can leave combat there there's chaos people if there's anybody that plays chaos and they're listening to this they're freaking saying they're laughing because they're saying they're like oh we don't care about conscripts that's one army in all of 40k yes berserkers could attack three fucking times in one turn and (laughs) shit all over conscripts and then the tanks behind them and all the characters i get that freaking noise marines yeah they can shit all over them too because oh I shoot you I shoot you again you killed me so I get to shoot you but because this isn't in the shooting phase I can shoot your characters now you're not fearless right <laughs> honestly everything that you guys are talking about I'd be okay with because even when I ran my guard I didn't spam conscripts so even with the changes you're talking about I'd be able to run my two my two groups and if everyone wants to focus on conscripts that's awesome because other things in the IG codex that I don't want them to nerf. Like, for instance, Scions with Plasma. Yeah. Stay I think Scions are good. I think yeah. exactly. No, they're they're... Po- I, I think they're pointed gray. They're, yeah. They do what they're supposed to do. Right. But people still bitch. People still bitch about them. But that's because you play, like, sometimes you play against people that just don't, don't know what the fuck they're what doing. to do. Like, right. when you play against me, they come out and do something, but, but they do. But they're dead next turn. But they're, they're dead you know? next turn. Right. Like, that's what they come. They come down. They have to do what they have to do. So when... Like, if you're a person playing against, cons- uh, not conscripts, uh, scions, right? Know that they're going to come down. So make them come down where they don't want to come down. Oh, so like when I play you, I play put my wave serpent that has my dark reapers in the back. While my other um, wave serpents are up front with just guardians. So for you to come down, you have to come down way over there. That is out of range of my dark reapers. Not unless you come in super close. And you're just going to maybe, maybe kill a wave serpent and then just die after that. And you'll be out of cover and you'll be in the open. Like you have to make your opponent. But I mean, that's coming from a mind of a Inari player. Like a Inari player is playing in your phase just as much as I'm playing in mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's, it's fucking bullshit. It's a, I don't like it. For the people that hate, I'll give you my Inari army and I'll let you play it once. And I guarantee you do shit. You know, you know, it's incredibly hard to play correctly. No, yes, I, I, anybody can run their army up and oh, Solberus, then do it. But you're going to lose a nutrition game because your army is just going to die faster because we're all there. But for back to the Imperium Guard, like I think everything else is like I hate Manicores. They're super good, but they're they're pointed correctly. Basilisks, basilisks. I don't think basilisks are as good as people say they are. Mm-hmm. Manicores are super good. I get two d six shots, but I can see those in tank hindsight. You only get four shots. I would, I, I as a guard player, like I would love. I have like ten Lehman Russes 
sitting at my house. I would love to use them. I'd like to see that on the board. Like right. I think it fits the I think it fits the yeah. fluff of Imperial Guard. I think it's not overpowered. I th- I I would like to see just a you know used to run the parking lot in fifth edition. You know what would make them really good <clears throat> if all Lehman Russes were T twelve. <laughs> I think I think they should, I've been no. saying this since the get go. I think that there needs to be a stratagem. No, no. Why not? Why should they not be T twelve? That would fit the fluff. They're yeah. a big lumbering tank. They're slow as shit. They're tough as balls to kill. And they're tough as balls to kill. So a T twelve fucking tank. All right, make them move six inches then. No, <laughs> there's nothing because they still hit like shit. Fine, I'll do fucking an order. Yeah. Move, move, move. Or have whatever you, it is for tanks. Have you, you seen how fast an Abrams can't. goes? Just saying. Yeah, like 65 miles yeah. an hour yeah. out in the open. Yeah. That's no good. six inches there. And, yeah. and can hit a fly that's flying through the air at its max. It, yeah. Abrams are incredible. <laughs> and yeah. it's T12, just saying. Yeah, and it's T12. <laughs> it's definitely T12 on the board, yeah. Uh, there, There's things I would like to see in guard. There's some things I would like to go up in guard because I just, I mean, I'm military, so I like guard. I like, yeah. I like tanks. I like... The Phil, I'm just not going to play basically myself <laughs> in a Space Marine game. You're not, not going to play with yourself? Yeah, yeah, you're not going to. What? What no, is this? Is this not Friday night? <laughs> you're going to be on Tuesday nights. You're one really <laughs> short Space Marine, man. But, this is supposed to be eight feet eight feet tall. You're like he's half a, that He's size. a squat. He's a squat, yeah. yeah. A little short <laughs> for a stormtrooper. Like, I'm really... What's also nerve-wracking about I'm Imperial Guard now. is that, yeah, stratagems are... Three command points and two command points to do this and do that. Guard get like fucking fourteen. Yeah, I think I made this with sixteen. <laughs> they're <No>. they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna have enough to do all their everything shit. they want to uh, do, whatever yeah. they want to do, as and it's crazy. Give, give me a command, but seriously, give me a stratagem where I pay three or four, however many you want to make it, to where I can pop smoke even if I don't get turn one. So at least I have one turn if I don't get first turn minus one to hit my tanks. Or give me camo netting. My reapers. Are I'll okay. pay for camo netting. Didn't you guys used to have camo netting? Yes. Like Minus one. Edition? That's took cute. Away. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I, I'll <laughs> deal with reapers. That's fine. I'll deal with the reapers. Yeah. That means I gotta. You know what I mean? Don't fear the reaper. Yeah. Needs why more cowbell. Why are you looking at me? These are so young. You don't know music. <laughs> like, don't no, I know Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. I was waiting for Alex to say some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Alex Q dumb shit. <laughs> it's my first time. I don't know what the Qs are yet. But yet the I Imperial will, Guard I would definitely have strategies that they'll be able to use. <laughs> and then it'll be interesting what their uh, regiments are going to give them. That's really what I want to see. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really just bitching, but I really do want to see more fluff stuff just to please my inner. But I mean, body. honestly, just conscripts are the only thing I have a problem with. Guard. Yes, I don't like Bastos. Yes, I don't like Earthshakers, whatever, because they can shoot the whole fucking board, and it's really fucking annoying. Whatever. It, it makes somewhat sense. But conscripts are the biggest gripe about Imperial Guard. I see it on the internet, too, about conscripts, Tucci, blah, blah, blah. And I agree with them in some sense, if, like I, like I said, I was talking about earlier. But there needs to be a nerf in general, and this is to all armies, to fucking ignoring line of sight shooting. Because, like, Look at all the other editions, right? If you did, if you couldn't see your target, you full scattered. Yes, you could still get a direct hit. I don't know how they're going to portray that now where you could get a direct hit. But other, most of the time, you scattered, right? You scattered yeah. a big, like, oh, I scattered 12. That was the full, the to full shoot 12, that, right? Yeah. But, and now it's like, oh, I don't see you. You're at the edge of the board on the other side of the board. Yeah, I still shoot you. I still hit you on fucking threes mm. or fours, re-rolling ones. Yeah. 
like there needs to be a minus one. And I was talking to Reese, and he he brought up, well, how about when they play against Raven Guard or Alpha Legion or the new Admech one where it's minus one hit, you're outside of twelve, so they're gonna be minus two. Like if if you're playing against a flyer, like an Eldar flyer or not an Eldar flyer, but a Hemlock, he's already minus two, so they're gonna be minus three. Incenses, mm-hmm. I could say yes, right? If, if in a, you in can't a, see it. It, but I'm saying, like, hitting a flyer at minus fucking three, yeah, it's a supersonic flyer. Like, it's probably going to be pretty hard to calculate. Shoot a basilisk at that. Shoot <laughs> a fucking thing in the I'm air that has that. to yeah, come yeah. down to be able to hit it. I guarantee that's probably pretty hard. But in a game sense, I can see, like, yeah, it's kind of like they just play against some armies and they just auto-lose. And you don't ever want that feeling in a game. Sure. Ever. Right? And you're playing against, oh, I'm playing Raven Guard, minus two, and I'm hitting on fucking fours already, so I basically snap fire everything. But if you can't see... Here, this is my point. Yeah. If you cannot see it... So I was talking to Reese. I get that. If you cannot see it, you should be minus one. Mm-hmm. But it should be, if you cannot see your target, you're minus one to hit despite modifiers. So it's just yeah. always minus one. Always. Yeah. Or another thing that they could do to fix that <clears throat> is bring... Which I know that they're not going to, but bring Voxcasters back. So if you actually have a unit sitting there looking at the guy being like, yeah, they're right here. You can hit it without modifiers. That has a box cap. Yeah, exactly. You have right. to pay and for it. And not conscripts. Yeah, like, yeah. Because to... conscripts ain't going to be able to know what yeah. the fuck's A scout in. unit or an elite radio. unit. Go nuts. No, conscripts already can't take box casters. Mm-hmm. They can't do anything like that. If you yeah, were to see, give a that... special type of box yeah. caster, even more upgraded than a regular box caster, like a 15 or 20 point upgrade for that unit that can do spotting. And then I think you don't get a that, minus one. Mm-hmm. One that would be super flavorful because that yeah. actually happens in today's. Right, military. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that would, yeah. I'd be okay no, with that. I'm yeah. on so board if with they that. could do anything that ignores line of sight, and this affects all armies. And there's some things in Eldar. There's some things in Tau. There's things in Tyranids. Yeah, but Tyranids? if they can see it and they what? spot it out, it's a plus one to hit. Wait, what kind of line of sight ignoring <laughs> do I have? You're still yeah, guards. I, I, would, I would say I don't right. have it. Just, it should just be if you have a Vox caster, you could plus one to hit said unit. Right. So if it is a minus one to hit. Okay, I can see you. Yeah. Here's the fucking coordinates. And then, You're calling for fire. Yeah. Right. And then it's just a flat. Okay, yeah. still hit on force. Word, order. But if, fire but for if, effect. Yeah, but if but, both oh, can see I can it, see you. One. Okay, pulling down my gun. Here's the exact coordinates. Cool, plus one to hit. Now hitting on threes. Now they're even better. Be so good. you're giving them a boost, and at the same time, you're giving them a nerf. And I think that would be great. GW's going to do that? I fucking doubt it. Because mm. they're not fucking smart. They're going to be looking, ooh, because they're not going to... Realize that they could just add an extra line to fucking... Vodcasters. If, if you cannot see your target, minus one to hit despite modifiers. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to say. Oh, I'm minus three to hit, so minus two is minus four. No, it's just minus one to hit you. Like, that's it. Well, isn't where we're, I have it in the notes because we were set to talk about it, but wouldn't that where chapter approved comes in? For... for Because chapter approved is kind of like the... The, the catch-all. Yeah. It's basically like the general's handbook. Yeah. So th- it's, it's sort of their uh, their chance to edit the edition mid-edition. Yeah. Because yeah. supposedly this edition is not, not 8th edition. It's just Warhammer 40K. And right. it's supposed to be a live. A, a living edition. A living edition. Live. So I had it in the notes. Wait, we're, we're, we're paying to play test for them? Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're taking a book out of video games that have been for fucking years. Yeah, like, like hey, here's PUBG. It's not finished. Test our shit. You pay me to test my shit. 
And then you're going to tell me what's wrong with it. Then we fix it for you. And then you guys all feel good about yourself because, oh, we're a part of the game. I fucking see all this gay shit I'm fucking <laughs> But meanwhile, we're running all around with small giraffes and golden thrones. Yeah. Got and Ferraris it. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, or Mini Coopers. And, and, but I, it's a great business model for for them for money. One, because we're still paying to play these fucking games because, hey, this unit's really broken. Guess what? Said fucking neckbeard fucking buys like fucking 12 units and plays that unit. 12 malefic lords. And then everybody <laughs> fucking plays against them, like, man, these guys are fucking stupid. Ah, I hate your GW. Ah. And then fucking I've done that. I've Carl. done that. <laughs> Carl, we know you've done that. And I've fucking- done that shit. I've done it. I, I, GW, this codex is fucking bullshit. After the sixth edition or the seventh edition Tyrannic Codex came out, I took a picture of it with my wiener on it and I sent it to him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did. I go. This codex is fucking bullshit. It's a step backwards. Give me back my fifth edition codex. Oh, God. <laughs> I did not get a response. <laughs> I was hoping for some digits or a number for somebody, but I didn't happen. You Left know? on red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I said wiener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Phil broke the seal. <laughs> well, that's Phil. He's playing he, with his wiener now. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I'm hoping you know chapter approved sort of the living codex. Could that fix a lot of the problems? I mean, outside of the neck bearding and people bitching and moaning about there's always stuff be that. being yeah, there's always going to be that. But really, I mean, they showed up to Nova, right? And yeah. looked at the game and went. Apparently, said again, what the well, fuck? Well, so I heard um, that they were going around talking to people that they overheard bitching about. Units like Malefic Lords, the fucking big fucking chicken, and they're fucking bitching about these. They, they would actually like engage in a conversation with them, like why? So they're they're aware of it. So we got to see what they do with it. And I don't think you should respond to. I mean, in the in the end, it's their game, right? They build the game they want to build. They play. You know, they're in the business to sell models, right? And if they want to yeah. sell sell one guy fifteen, they're in the Malefic business of Lords, making money. Yeah. Right, that's their not not to make a great game. I think the great game sells the models. That's yeah. my perspective. And but, I think they have that they have that insight now. Right. So I think that's why we're changing. So I'm hoping this is why I put it into the notes. We had the news about chapter approved that this would not fix everything that's a gripe, but would go along to making the game healthier. So we didn't have a seventh edition problem. Yeah, I I I just really. Looking forward to these chapters approved to see what what it's really going to do about their live live codes. Because, I mean, some things that break units, like why a unit is overpowered, right? Mm-hmm. It's not so much because of what it does in the index. It's because how it interacts with the game rules. Right. And that's and like out of, just playing out of line, uh, line of sight, ignoring um, weapons. Or in all codexes, it makes some things incredibly good, and you could fix that with a chapter-approved mm-hmm. fix to, like how we said, minus yeah. one except mo- despite modifiers. And so we'll see. We'll I mean, see. that's supposedly coming out at the end of the year, and it's supposedly supposed to come out before LVO. So we'll have something new to look at for LVO. Because Reese and Frank have already said that they're going to be acqui- incorporating that in. And LVO's 
January 28th, 27th, like around there. So it's the end of the year. It's going to come out. I mean, Christmas or something. Really? We'll see. We'll see. Abrasive, chaotic, and experimental. That's the music of Dead Swarm. Dead Swarm's approach to metal is dark and aggressive. Influenced by the grooves of Six Feet Under, the raw aggression of Morbid Angel, and the technicality of death. Featuring an articulate and guttural lead vocals and a hard-hitting rhythm section, the thrashing death metal sound of Dead Swarm evokes portrayals of humanity's capacity for evil. Dead Swarm is currently recording a 2017 EP that is designed to reinvent the West Coast metal scene and raise up the swarming masses. You can find Dead Swarm music on iTunes, Amazon MP3, and Google Play. You can also visit their website, deadswarm.com, for music, tour dates, and merchandise. Dead Swarm! A new dawn! Terraforming! A new dawn! Uh, the last bit of news we've gone for on for a while, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's fucking talk about it. But the last thing was um, Warhammer community is listing pretty much every day something new for um, AdMech, Adeptus Mechanicus. Um, and we got a ton of new stuff. Now, I have an AdMech army only because I was looking to switch from something for my Tyranids. I wanted the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I wanted the exact opposite of 120 models on the board and something, you know, organic to how few models can I get on the board <laughs> and be robotic, which in 7th edition was okay. Um, this edition, not so much. Um, but we did get a ton of news, and I think it makes a lot of what AdMech do, or There's a lot of the There's a lot of stuff in there that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, Forge World Mars. Are you still uh, running the Raven Guard and AdMech, or was that just like that one night just for... I'm going to see how it works. Like, I've played it a couple times. Okay. It's, it's been a little hit and miss. I just think I need to play it a little more. I'm starting to see maybe there'll be deficiencies in there, but I'll wait to see when the Codex comes out. Okay. But- I just wanted to... I didn't. I've seen you since the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you at? I've tried it a couple times. There's some places where it works well and places where it doesn't work well. I just don't think I've played it enough to really get the feel for it. And I've made some adjustments to my list there. But I want to see when the actual full Admech Codex comes out because maybe full Admech might work. Maybe Ranger Spam could work given the right Forge World. I don't know. Paul's going to have a fucking field day with this codex. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden's so I, I, I'd, say, I'd say sit down with Hayden. Well, that's yeah. what I want to do is I want to wait to see when the whole thing comes out, when we get the full set of rules, the point costs, the everything, see, does this work, mm. you know, and then decide from it. Because I have enough, I think, of everything to make anything kind of work in the AdMech if it's just straight AdMech. I have enough models. I've bought enough stuff. I've given GW enough of my money at this point just <laughs> for that it's purpose. never enough. No, no. It's, it's my addiction. I own it. You know, it's cool. But um, I have a room. Yeah, I know. You've got you've got a toy store of unopened boxes. <laughs> we buy boxes from him. He's got so many boxes. <laughs> uh, why do I even have my initial order? I can just hey hey Ray, I'll no, just I don't buy have gay towel. That's why you fucking order. We don't, we don't carry gayness. No towel, no demons. Uh, and no, anything else is fair there's, game. There's a yeah. Bo- yeah, you have a demons. box. You have a box in your room that says towel. Not anymore, does it? Yeah, because I gave those to Tyler. Yeah. You'll like where those are going. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> whole box. Yeah, you, you'll you like. You know my Revenant tie-in? Uh-huh. He's jumping down on a pile of them. 
Uh, There's going to be a footprint with squished towel, like an empty <laughs> footprint on the base. It's gonna I, be pretty I, cool. I was actually there when they were discussing this. Yeah. And they were just thinking about you the entire time when they were talking about it. Well, they <laughs> they're they're going to paint the squished towel in, in your towel colors. <laughs> blue, silver, and orange. That was like the only thing you cared about. Canto blue, the up on your the space marine blue towel. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I know I keep They're not shit in Space front of Marine Blue. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you it's not Space Marine Blue? Alex, Alex. <laughs> it's McCrag Blue. <laughs> <laughs> He's painting it for you. He's he would know. He don't, don't question this. It's you, McCrag Blue. You lied to me, Tyler. You never asked. <laughs> I want my entire <laughs> army repainted. Pay for it. You mean all those riptides that are useless now? Yeah, I'll repaint them all for you. Yeah, <laughs> just not the riptides. No one gives a shit about them anymore. <laughs> Let's get back on this. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> on the Mars, Squirrel, guys. Fantasy So we saw some... It is a quick question on them, since you know a yeah. little bit of lore. A little bit. I thought they were only on Mars. No. They're on no, other planets, there's Forge too? Worlds everywhere. Yeah. So it, Mars... Oh, so they're in Forge Worlds. Mars is cold. Every time I hear Forge World, like when they talk about, I was like, "Why are they talking about Forge World? This is GW." Well, so Forge World <laughs> comes from the Adeptus Mechanicus. So Mars is the primary Forge World. The for, Terra of Forge. Yeah, World the Terra. Yeah. Now. I mean, it's it's right. It's next door. I mean, if you're in the forty. Fifth millennium, forty-first millennium. Terra, Terra is the world. Yeah, yeah, you could you could be there in five minutes. You can yeah. teleport if you're yeah, a yeah, yeah. But yeah. Terra is like you Earth, can piss right? from so, Mars yeah. to Terra. Yeah, yeah. Terra is a isn't it a root word or something like that for Earth? Yeah, yeah. It means Earth. If you if you read in the horse heresy, it's a it, root word. What the fuck does that it's mean? Latin. <laughs> it's Latin. It's Latin. Okay. If you've read any, I got the dictionary for Ray. If you've read any of the horse heresy, they basically just take historical terms and slightly change them. So it's like, okay, so they mean the Roman Empire, even though they said old, old Romania Goth- em- Empire or something weird like that in the in the books. Yeah, Old Gothic is essentially a, a, a mix between Latin and current modern English, is what it ends up being if you read the books. Yeah. Terra is literally Earth. It's the exact same thing. Like, It's the same planet, even. They've acknowledged that in the books. It's right. just the same planet well, 40,000 years later. I decipher that Terra is Earth, like today's Earth. But I didn't know it was a root word. I didn't know that was even a thing Maybe that, be, that words had roots. The, like, wrong Man, yeah, how long has it been since you were No, no, school? you're right. You're right. It well, works. Yeah, it's the base word. Okay. It's the derivative. I mean, yeah, okay. it really yeah. works. I know it's a big word for you, but derivative? Well, just follow along. <laughs> it, it, you just have to tell Isn't them that. that? Okay. Well, let's give it that. Do it Okay, let's get back on fucking Admech. Yes. Right. I'm good with math. <laughs> so, back to Admech. So, we'll go into Ish. the Forge World. Forge World Mars, which it, right now is one of my favorites. Um, Call will get plus three to his auras. So, right now it's six inches to re-roll everything on everything that shoots. And now it'd be nine inches. Like, now you're talking like a massive bubble to protect your stuff. Conga lining from nine inches away. Everything nine inches away can now re-roll all, woo, all hits. I mean, I think that's really strong. Considering you can't hit call, and if for some reason you have snipers and you can, he just heals himself afterwards. It's yeah. great. Right, but we're going to bitch about Gilliman. We're going to talk are. about how call is going to do the exact same thing. He does not do the same thing. He yeah. doesn't re-roll wounds. He doesn't give your army doom. It's okay. We're going to bitch about call, too. It's going to happen. Yeah. You we're just got to be patient. I'm, I'm a, I honestly don't give a shit about call. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not that badass. I think the extra... Aura is fantastic. I think in every game I've played with him, he's been the last model to die. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah. And the big thing is that now Mars gets two of their 
the can of army wide thing. That's great, especially because Call can modify them. So you if, can basically still always gets get to do want. that. If he still gets to modify, yeah. well, we'll he's, see what he's still going to be able to get to do it because I don't think they're going to change a root like mm-hmm. special rule, rule for him. A core rule, yeah. That's so the fact good. that you roll for Call's army and then like I'm going to plus one and then take the one above it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is really good because then you can just keep getting them. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I because that means that you get a plus two to your roll every time. Because he minus ones and adds one, like he could do that, right? We well, can plus or minus one, and then yeah. you can, so you roll then, two dice, you pick, you pick the two, and then you can still plus one or minus one the dice. So if you roll two and five, or if you, oh, you roll twice, you roll yeah. two dice. That's Mars Holy special. Shit. The so Mars, Mars special rules: you roll twice, you take both, and, and if you, Call still gets the plus one minus one, you might as well just get the pick. Yeah, so you always, you <clears> almost <throat> always get exactly what you want. Unless you roll doubles, then you take the one. That's the only, yeah. that's the only caveat there. If you roll two threes. You're stuck with either three or the plus one. No, minus but one. he plus ones. He could plus one minus. So one. you could yeah. take two and four. If no, you it just it, means but. that if calls in your army, if you're playing a Mars forge roll, you should always take call, and you'll never have a duplicate ever. Yeah, because yeah. oh, I rolled a two threes, okay, yeah. plus one. Call is incredible, and Mars got really good. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if he's if he's. If Mars is the best one, though, I actually, there, I think, I think yeah. with this, I if think you with take this call, yes, yeah, it's well, really good. Call. I think with, I think with this, this is why I'm saying an all Forge World, an all Admech Army might work, is because mm. the individual special rules for each one of them is so different, mm. and it plays the strengths of each one of the units in different ways that I think it might be viable. So Forge World is good for things that you just want to sit static and shoot. Right. So if you wanted to sit static with your Castellan robots or your Catafron destroyers or your Oranger Dune crawlers, right? You could do that. Mm. Cause now it's not, so they could still now move because it got nine inches. Yeah. Right. So you now just, I can move the Dune crawlers forward mm. a little bit. You just have a bigger <clears throat> death bubble now. Yeah. You do. You, you do. just, you just take that bubble, walk around the table and delete things as you go. And then there's a stratagem. It's Wrath to Mars. Um, on a six plus to wound, it does a mortal wound on top of any other wounds. So think of that on like Castellan robots, right? Oh, if, yeah. if you did like 72 shots out of a unit, right? How many sixes am I going to roll out of that? Like quite a bit. If anything survives, it will die. Right. <laughs> right. So you could, you got mortal wounds on top of the regular wound you took on that six. It's like adding extra wounds on top of wounds you can't save for. Mm-hmm. That is. That's bonkers, yeah, right? That's bonkers. That, that's really good. Um, so I'm pretty excited about Mars. Uh, Metallica, this is sort of the Ranger. If you're playing Rangers, this is the one where you would take uh, Forge Roll Metallica. Because Relentless March for Rangers, it allows them to um, get into... Lack of mobility is a problem with Admech right now. because yeah, you guys apparently can make weapons, which can't make a fucking transport. Yeah, transports, <laughs> right? But it allows them to advance, and anything that was a... Rapid fire weapon now becomes an assault weapon, so they can now shoot with a rapid fire weapon while they're advancing. So you just change the name of your gun while you advanced mm-hmm. to the assault. Minus, minus one, though, right? Right. You still yeah. have the minus one, still. but before it was rapid fire, you couldn't advance yeah. and then shoot. Yeah. So for Rangers, there's always a problem. They have a 30-inch galvanic rifle, right? But still at 30 inches, you may not be able to be in range of the thing you want to hit or... Um, the, the non-ranger one. I forget the name of those guys. Vanguard. The Vanguard. Yeah. They have an 18-inch gun, right? Because it would allow you to advance and get into position. So you advance one time, shoot, and now you hold that yeah. line. But the Iridium Carbine's already Assault 3. Yeah, it's Assault. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's Assault. So this is really for... That's why I said it's really for the Rangers. So if you wanted to run run Rangers... And they're only 10 points a model, even with the rifle. They're not bad. They're not bad. And this actually gives them some ability to get to where they need to be and do what they need to do. So this is why I think Rangers might be something that 
we'll see when the codex comes out, right? Yeah. But it may give them something. Um, these, these forge world names are fucking terrible. So <laughs> Graia, G-R-A-I-A. Yeah. So yeah, Alex knows. What is it, Alex? Garaya. Okay, thank you. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot in this one that actually didn't spell out. Nerd. But one of the quotes in here was, "At least I can spell, and I at least know you know." Yeah, at, root, least, root at least words I can are. spell, <laughs> talk, do math. I still kick your ass in fucking forty k. So fuck you. So here is one thing: is this even psychers find that their magics cannot find purchase on the sheer wall of absolute r- rationality projected by the Garaya Garayan forces. So perhaps. In Forge World, we're going to see some anti-psyker stuff because they don't have psychers of their own. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. How does it say Gariya when there's an A? Doesn't the A jump over and make the A say A? Uh, I don't know how A's, I's, and A's work together. Well, I mean, because there's an I. Yeah, but doesn't that have vowels? Vowels? You, work? No, you keep the A. You keep the A silent for that. How are one. you pronouncing it? Gariya. Isn't it Gariya? Yes, yeah, so the GR becomes a. Is it Gariya? Gariyan. Grian, where'd the N come from? Where the N? There's an N right here. Grian, G R A I A N. No, right no. here, brah. But that's like what multiple Grian. No, no, no. Look, look, look in the bold letters. I think that means plural. Yeah, it's multiple Grian. Oh uh, yeah, Grian. That's multiple Grian. Where are you getting the Gr? The G R. The G R. It's Gra. It's not Gr. That would be G E R. Well, that's keeping the A so silent. The, so then it shouldn't it be. This is the, the I. Yes, idea. Mrs. Frizzle. <laughs> Jesus. No, I this keep- is important because these names are stupid and we need to figure this shit out. The I keeps the A silent. Four hours later. <laughs> Thanks, Four SpongeBob. Hours later. <laughs> no, that's from. Oh, I know that's from. That's from a fucking YouTube thing. God damn, that shit's funny. No, that's SpongeBob. Right, continue on. But anyway, hopefully we'll see some anti psyker stuff in maybe this army, which could be good. Um, But Electro Priests, this thing called Refusal oh. to Yield. The uh, this would grant them essentially three saves: a five plus, which is their normal and vulnerable save, a three plus, or two three plus if they kill something for electro priest, the full grad electro priests. If they kill something, their vulnerable save goes to three up. Right? Then there's devotion, uh, their devotion ability, which gives them on a five or six they ignore it, and then they have another special rule that says, so there's a five or six. If you take a wound, you ignore it, and then their devotion says, oh, but if you guy dies or flees on a five or six, they ignore or on a six up, they ignore that. So it essentially gives you three chances to save a wound on a one wound model. That's fucking legit. That's you no, know, this is not the only army that does that, right? Yeah. There's uh death guard or not death. Guard. Well, death guard. Yeah. With discussing resilience. Yeah. If your warlord has the warlord trait that on sixes, you ignore wounds too. You get to roll that too. I've seen that played in some tournaments. Yeah. So they roll, they roll for the save. They fell. Then you roll damage or whatever. Say it's just damage too. Then they roll two dice on five or six. They ignore that, right? For discussing resilience, right? If it's, it's if it's your warlord, they roll again, and on a six book, they ignore that. Yeah, but this is not on the warlord. This is on which is crazy because yeah. I mean that goes back to second edition where you had an armor save, an invulnerable save, save, and, and then, then a feel cover no save, and then a fucking fill no pain. It's like uh, you just have four saves that are all on a four plus. Pretty sure nothing's getting. Yeah, you're not dying. <laughs> well, like you were saying, I think they're recycling a lot of rules and just calling them new things. I think this is like the discussing resilience. But a lot Notice of people how Death don't... Guard and Admech are coming out at the same time. We've got a discussing resilience, and now we have this. Right. 
the reason why I'm bringing that up because I've seen also a lot of people play it not play it that way because I haven't been playing like that because I can technically get the same thing the disgusting resilience because sure. I can put fortune on say the incarn right right and she already comes with a six up fucking thing so I can make her ignore a wound on a five plus and then a six up yeah but I won't like I don't know the official like if you listen to this don't go to your fucking store and be like oh I heard this on said podcast but like. I seen it played in tournaments where they do get multiple saves, and anytime you can get a multiple save, that changes the math entirely on killing, especially a character that's already usually tough to bring down. I would suggest otherwise that you do go to your local store and say, "Hey, I heard it from the veteran gamer Marine list that I could take multiple saves on this thing." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it'll convince that guy to listen to the show, and then maybe he'll leave a comment and tell us we're fucking stupid. Just yeah. a little shout out for the show. Or he'll give us money. Or he'll know. give us money. Yeah, yeah that's even that too. Uh, but moving along, uh, the next one that came out was Lucius. Um, this is a thing called the Solar Blessing. Um, this one gives negative one AP shots. It turns them to negative zero. It doesn't just reduce the negative. It's only it's it's said in the rule. Anything that was negative one AP becomes zero. So on lots of weapons that have negative one AP, which is quite a few. This aren't, is good. But aren't your guys' saves like five ups anyways? Uh, think about um, Castellan Robot. Robots, yeah, saves, which are a two up. Because mm, Admech isn't like Space Marines. It affects the entire army, not just infantry, which is so good. Or Ranger Dune Crawlers. Yeah. Yeah. So anything, Knights, even. Knights, yeah. Yeah. So I can tell you the ooh, minus one AP night. to it's anything that shoots at them, right? Minus yeah, one AP. Anything that shoots at them, yeah. I mean, that would really affect my Dark Reapers because I'm only negative two. Well, so it's, 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 no, it doesn't five. become negative one. It's still negative two, but it's anything that's negative one becomes. Oh, so it's not as sexy as it sounds because mm-hmm. I know a lot of things are negative two and negative three. So it's like, GW, why don't you just yeah. make AP just minus make it neg- negative, negative one? one. Well, that, yeah. that, that really is some shooting. Like all of Grey Knight shooting is negative one at the best, which to Grey Knight, if you're running Grey Knights, don't rely on shooting. Just word of advice. Yeah, but for but, against some things, I could see this being really good. So yeah. on Castellan robots, for instance, would be fantastic. Oh yeah, you know. But not yeah, Castellan, Castellan robots are just good. They're just good. <laughs> yeah, right. This makes them better. So like I said, is I'm waiting to see when the codex actually 100 percent comes. I out. I would. Like I don't know. I'm probably gonna flack with it. Go for it. For it, but I would like uh, those robots to get reduced in price. They're really expensive. There's, it's 110 points per robot. <laughs> yeah. It's, what? Yeah, it's yeah. 110 points per robot. That's ridiculous. Don't they have like eight wounds, T7? Like, T7, seven, six wounds. wounds. Okay. I mean, and they like, have the five I, up and vulnerable, but you can turn to four up and vulnerable, and on a five or six, it goes back on you. So they have some survivability, but honestly, no, against no, not something on a like- five or six anymore. They changed that. They fixed the, it. The, oh, they did in the FAQ? On the... When you do the stance that gives you plus one to... The Aegis Protocol. Aegis Protocol. It states that only on a six, it bounces back. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they were going over... Uh, I think it was Forge Narrative. They were talking about, and they get the codexes early, and they were reading out of the book. Oh, they really? They changed the rule okay. and actual... Um, their actual data slate. Okay. That it's only on a six, even if you're on... That that other so, so Aegis Protocol about. gives you a plus one on any of your saves, armor, invulnerable, or otherwise. So their general, their, their invulnerable save is a five up. On a six, it becomes the the shot gets reflected back mm-hmm. at you, and you take a mortal wound, right? Yeah. But on the plus one, that means if I roll a five, 
it naturally becomes a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what you're telling me is they actually fixed it yeah. in the Wait, codex. So, where- so currently, before this book is out, it, it's it's working like that. You on five plus, it gets bounced back. So for another week, I'm fucking your ass up on a five or six. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely stupid. I'm gonna play a bunch of games for the next week and have some fun. You know? I, like, I fucking hate that rule. It's so stupid. Um, but they changed it in the actual data slate, and this was unfortunate. Fortune narrative, so you can yell at them, but they read it out of the book that they changed it to where it's only on a six, despite the modifiers. I don't know how it's worded exactly, but it's only on a six, no matter what stance you're in. Okay, okay, that sucks. That, that used happened to, to me at that tournament in Colton. It's really good yeah. rule. Yeah. The, the guy was running the bots, yeah. Those robots killed two and a half. They do uh, more fucking wounds to you in your right. turn. Yeah. i literally scared to shoot fucking my Dark Reapers at him. But we're going to bitch about Inari, or a chapter banner. We are. <laughs> Those things are better. Wait, hang on. You're you're mad because the the robots get to hit back on a five or six and mad do bro? a mortal wound to you, but you get to shoot in my in my in my turn. You get to move in my turn. That's I'm all saying, Eldar I'm, have right now. I'm saying in general they can hit you. Oh, I shot a Baskalis that's on <clears throat> three tables away. That's on one wound, and I hit you, and you rolled a six. It's now dead. Yep. Right, because Vasilis shot at so, his Inari. So that means his like, little robot was sitting there. Do, 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 do. T- took a missile and like chest bumped it and back fucking at him. hit it back at you, <laughs> like with with more power than you shot at it with. It's, <laughs> you, it's yes, Ruth over it's there. a mortal wound. You, you, you put a bomb on top of your rocket and shot it back at you with a mortal wound attached <laughs> to it and hit you point blank. I hate that. <laughs> it's, it's Babe Ruth over there. He points at your basilisk. Now and I wouldn't have so much of a problem if it, it was just like. Oh, you're the shooting target basically takes the shot back. All right, I can get behind that. It's in the future. I could see that shit. How the fuck did it become a mortal wound? <laughs> 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 fuck. Man, oh, this is grabbing on that. Yeah, one. you're grabbing. The last two that came out, I think, on Friday were they kind of released them kind of with the um, Death Guard stuff, were the Stygis 8 Agrippinia. Oh, Agrippini. Oh, I didn't go through that one. You have that one there? I have it up. Yeah, I forgot to put that in the notes. Uh, this is... I wasn't too... Imp- I don't know. I remember if I was too impressed with this one. Another word I can't pronounce. Alex, right here. Right there. That one. Stouch? Stanch? Staunch. Staunch defenders. When firing overwatch units with this dogma hit on a roll of a 5 plus instead of only on a 6. Irrespective of modifiers. Man, they really use those big words. <laughs> Irrespective, some five dollar words on you, Ray. Jesus Christ! Anything over three syllables is out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anything over three letters in freaking because Scrabble. There's always a word that has fucking two syllables that means the same fucking thing. Pussy. Someone ham Ray like a leapfrog. <laughs> you know all those word. little leapfrog devices. <laughs> but I mean, this right here. Well, no, I, I guess Dark Angels back back in the day was full full ballistic yeah, skills. So, skills, so, so I mean, bad. you're like a teenager. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, they have a command point. It Number says, four. It says one to three command points. It's called fresh converters. Use a stratagem at the end of your movement phase. Pick one of your units. Sir, of that ag- Agrippinus servers. Servitors. Did Here, you say read this. It's fucking long. <laughs> oh, the servitors. Yeah, servitors. Uh, right, right, is this right. the one that you come back? Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm right here. Okay, so pick one of your ag- units of Agrippinia servers. Oh, let me turn this thing. Uh, Pick one of your units of Agrippinia Servitors, uh, Agrippinia Cataphron Destroyers, or Agrippinia 
Catafron uh, Breachers as follows. If you spend one command point, you can choose a unit with the power power rating of five or less. If you spend two command points, you can choose a unit with power rating of ten or more, or ten or less. Sorry. And if you have, uh, or you can choose another one with twenty or with twenty power level, you spend three command points. But it can never be any units over twenty power level. Right, you can remove them from the board. And yeah, place remove them. your chosen unit from the battlefield, and you can set it up again as you would a unit arriving as reinforcements. Set up the unit in your deployment zone within six inches of the table edge or table edge of the battlefield, and more than nine inches away from enemy models at its full starting strength. Yeah, so it's sort of like the. Um, this is good. Yeah, this yeah. is good. Because what are the robots? Power the, level? The Cataphron Destroyers? No, 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 no. Well, can it's, it's, you not bring back the no, robots? No, it's, so it's, it's Servitors and Cataphron Destroyers or Cataphron Breachers. Yeah. So it's, very, oh, it's three very specific units. I thought it would say the robots. I was like, man, if you so the, the robots. So the Destroyers and Breachers are really expensive, but I think what they were talking about here is that if something got in trouble, for instance, like you got Deep Strike on, there was like a close combat unit really close to them. They killed one off. Hey, I'll just use this stratagem. I'll pull these guys from the board and I'll move them now. Yeah, but it, it's there's things that... Keep in mind, it's in your movement phase, right? And it's only for these two units. Those two units are not very durable. No, they're not, and that's why I thought I was I was really impressed by this one. If it was something like Rangers, for instance, no, I thought it was any unit. No, no, but no, no, no yeah. it's those two. Yeah. So, like, if it was on those robots, oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really good. That'd be fucking sick. Because I mean, they don't die that easy, and there's a lot of times where like I've left one on one wound. Right. Mm. Now and, I'll just recall them, then, bring them back to my deployment zone, put them on top of them and eject it with all four of them and say, yeah. here we go. Right. And that would be bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they shouldn't have restricted. They should have said any unit. I wouldn't have had no problem with that because they have you, you're spending one to three command points for depending different power uh, ratings. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. I mean, yeah, it would suck if you're playing against it. But again, this is not good. I'll, I'll go back on what I said. This is not good because. Anytime you're playing anybody of any level of competence in 40k, like, oh, I'm playing these guys. Oh, these guys can come back. I'm going to shoot at this guy. Oh, they didn't die. I'm going to shoot at them again. Okay. They're dead now. Okay. I don't got to worry about them. No, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And it's, it's already a unit you're going to be shooting at. And, and, Destroyers are really good, especially with their plasma culverns. It's like the 38 inch or 36 inch. Yeah, but they have a four gun. up save, right? Uh, three up. Or the four up on the yeah four up on the destroyers three up on the breachers yeah so it's they're not very durable yeah like I so yeah I, I would find Lucius would be better with the, the I don't think breachers. they should I don't think they should have restricted yeah, it, it would be because they're stronger but the breachers the guns are because not necessarily what you want to have if this was any unit and it did go to those robots like That'd one of those robots already need to die yeah and then you could use those robots you could make them up to twenty power level however many that is and then. Like, hey, I know I'm blowing three command points here. Yeah, it's like I got three. I have three command points. Even if you only have three, I'm holding on to those. You for can this seriously purpose. look at your opponent, and be like, "Hey, go!" And if he doesn't shoot everything into those guys and kill them, like, okay, they, they come back. Yeah. Like, and anybody you play, it would it would be like that Wraith Knight back in uh, Seventh Edition. Like most times, my Wraith Knight back then was like, "Hey, here's this Wraith Knight. None of you guys like." He's going to run at you, and you're just going to ignore everything else in my army as they shoot the shit out of you, but you wasted your whole army shooting at this guy because you're scared of him. And if they went to those robots, it could work that way. I'm going to ruin my robots up. Blah, 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 blah. Like, hey, I'm shooting. I have five of Invils. Sixes are going back at you. Oh, 
You almost got him. He has one wound left. Okay, they're back over here and they're three command fucking, points. Yeah, <laughs> they're all the way back up, and that would be really good. But since they restricted that, and on units that easily go down with focus fire, like I don't know, I don't. I'm not too com- impressed by these guys. I'm not. I, I'm interested in servitors though, especially for this army because they're really super cheap. They can carry really good guns. So I'm. I'll wait to see for the codex. I'm. I'm intrigued on servitors for Admech. But all the, like I said before, this all. was definitely made though because they sold a lot of these fuckers in uh, the last edition because they carried grab guns. Yeah, and they were really fucking good. Yeah, so it's kind of like a you know, hat off to them. Like, hey, you can use these guys and they can come back. Yeah, they're not gonna fucking come back because I'm just gonna fucking shoot them all. <laughs> the last two that came out though, I think on Friday was Stygis and Ryza. Um, Stygis 8 was your opponent must subtract one from their hit rolls when shooting at units with a dogma that is more than 12 inches away. So this is the, the Raven guard rule. Real original. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can re-roll wounds. But like I said, that's going to, in the fight sub phase. That's how so. you balance a game. No, I just think it's funny how like everyone got the Raven guard rule, but it's better than Raven guard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than Raven guard. Yeah. Because the Raven guard thing really doesn't fit because Raven guard's a close combat unit. Like. In the fluff, they're See, supposed to be. See, but that's that's the and big we difference. talked about that. Yeah, that's a big difference. Like the Admech is tuned to be a shooting army, right. so they actually take would they benefit take from this big time. Benefit from this ability way more than Raven Guard because yeah. a lot of Raven Guard you want to have those units in close combat. There's things that you want. Yes, you could play a Raven Guard unit that's completely shooting, right? But it's quality shooting. They shoot a shit ton, mm. and they can be far away. Yeah, but the Raven Guard are about precision. They're not about anything else. So if it's precision shooting, precision combat, it's all about precision. Yeah, I get that. But this shoots a, a lot more. There's nothing precise right, when you roll not, nothing just, but ones. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But precision, like, they don't deep strike. So that's where, that's where the Raven Guard is set apart from... Well, not Alpha Legion, because they can deep strike. Yeah, but too. if you're deep striking, you're not going to be within 12, which then means you're not taking an event. Sure you can. Outside of nine, I'm making sure I'm outside of 12. Yeah, but then well, the I thing move. thing is, too, is if you want to say you just, want it to be, like, you did your nine-inch deep strike on top of something that was really, like, I need to take out this unit on the edge. And once you blow that away, now all of a sudden the rest of your army is outside of 12. See, because yeah. when, right. don't you think Raven Guard would have been better is if you're inside, mm-hmm. I don't know, 18 inches, you're minus one hit. That's even close combat. If you're inside 18 inches no. or 15 inches would be better than outside of 12 because you're deep striking anyways. You're going to be in nine and then you mean close combat. You'd be minus one to hit. I think that would have been a way better fluff wise to Raven guard. Some kind of sneaky. Cause they're trying to sneak up on you and then being close in combat. the shadows sort of garbage. I think, they, yeah. I think they should have been able to benefit from some sort of rule where if they deep struck, got the charge off and then benefited from close combat. Cause there's nothing you don't benefit at all as a, uh, Raven Guard from close combat whatsoever. No, I, I know that, yeah. but I'm saying if it was changed to what I said, it would, it would fit more of their fluff. Because it signifies them sneaking up on you because they deep strike. And then it also symbolizes that they snuck up on you because when they charge you or shoot at you, oh, fuck, I didn't know they were fucking there. Or if it's other turns, they're already in deep strike. Like, they've already came down. They're sneaking through the fucking terrain and shit, and you're trying to shoot them, so you're minus one to hit. I think that would have been much better for them. Mm-hmm. So are you saying on the turn that they did deep strike? I'm saying minus, in general, if in you're general. if you're within twelve, so now your opponent's trying to get away from you to shoot at you instead of trying to come closer to you. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. 
And that I, yeah, also affects talk, post-combat. I thought, I thought it was, that would be really cool. Like, I need to be now within 12 of you. I'm trying to... It now encourages the Raven Guard player to get up close. Right? I thought... I like the idea. Ray, write some books for GW. Go go be I on their rules team. Cool stuff. I mean, I couldn't write them. I would have to have a person. Well, yeah, writing you, you for can't me. write or read. You'd be speaking to, to me di- and dictating. He and I'd be right. Loyal. Exactly. Why, why You'd be wearing you a dress as a secretary. Huh? Yeah. You'd be getting him coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working for that fucking raise. Let's <laughs> do some Sitting under the table job. work. Yeah. Meeting him at the hotel after hours yeah. and all that stuff. Thanks. I'm glad I'm here. I can defend myself. <laughs> and by defend, I mean knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> if you listen to the last one, I'm man, so I defended you. I am you. so glad. No. You-, <laughs> no. you didn't defend. You tiptoed. Say, Phil's listening like I'm like uh, fucking the Kraken around the corner. <laughs> fucking- Pennywise. <laughs> Did you see that movie? <sighs> Dude, I saw that movie last night. It this, was awesome. It's not an it podcast. This it's is a, a it's hard a rabbit trail here. Okay, and so it's Riza. Yeah, I, I think uh, we talked. Oh, the Riza. Riza Rust, maybe one of the best technical paints that come out of G Dub yeah. in the past ten years. True, but yeah, true. no, that's cool. We'll get to <laughs> that. We'll get to that in hobbing. What's uh, paint? Oh yeah, what's paint? No, I, you know that that paint will come up in the hobbying. Trust me. I have nothing How but good things to say about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to edit all of you out. Okay. That's cool, yeah. No. <laughs> you weren't even here. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listen to the podcast. It was a panacea yeah. to allow you. I think he wants to leave. He was already watching like football and shit on the phone. Phil, this is it just to make you happy. And one of them knocked the other one out. Oh, that's great. Oh. That's worth it. That's yeah. worth it. Okay, I accept that. football, a girl knocked another girl out. I accept out. that. The last one, though, Ryza, you can re-roll wounds of one in the fight subphase with units of this dogma. This would be, once again, for like your fulgrites and your close combats, but... Mechanic I don't is, see them getting there. They're too fragile. Without the other mm. Forge World dogma that gives them the, the extra survivability, they won't get there. So I, I, just, I, I just don't see it. Word, word of advice. Just take call. It's like Gilliman. Yeah, some of the other stuff is fun. Yeah, Ultramarines, arguably on their own, aren't the best chapter. But you have Gilliman, so they are. It's the same thing with Admech. You've got call to make your entire yeah. army even better twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think Mars in the minus one minus one hits pretty good. Yeah. So there's some stuff in there. We'll see when the full codex comes out. We get point costs and we'll see what the actual new rules actually existing in the codex are. But I agree with you. I think Mars is, is one of the best ones, especially if you're carrying call. And if you're not carrying yeah. call, you're not playing Admech. Exactly. You're not playing competitively. I mean, you yeah. can always have hey, they are detachments. Selling. Like a detachment of the minus one to hit guys but, and a detachment but of But here's why you would yeah. just take call. Because with both of them and chances hey, that bring, are that brings up something. So say you run uh supreme command right mm-hmm. make it mars you have you have bell setters call and some two, two tech other, priest dominus or if they whatever your two, third whatever your cheapest HQ hqs are right and then put another one that's the minus one to hit but bell's call is still your warlord are you getting the plus ones to both to both? I didn't know that would have worked. No, it would just go to the ones that Forge World Mars. Mars no, yeah, World Mars. He would give your other detachment one. Sometimes I have to say things out yeah. loud for me to get them. No, no, he, okay. no. He would still give your other detachment one. Mars would get two. That's how it would work. But call, then you get to pick. No, Call gives all Admech one. So I'm not sure how they're gonna do that because right now he gives any Admech. No, but you, you see where I'm them. going, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have your Supreme Command that has Call, and then your rest of your army is the minus one, right? So the whatever fucking how do you say it? The one that's minus one. The Stygis. Mm. Yeah. Stygis. 
So the rest of your army is Stygish, right? Right. So your whole army is minus one except the command detachments, which you don't care because they're characters. Right, and they're behind right? something anyway. Yeah. They're behind anything. They roll two dice. For your canicles. So you're still getting uh, you're, so you're still getting the six no, inch yeah. bubble still, for it, the negative one to hit guys, because he still has his six inch bubble yeah. for all forge world anything. Right. That's fine, because he's yeah. gonna be by whatever he wants to shoot. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be good? Okay, hear me out. So he gets to roll two dice on the table because he's Mars. Right. Right? So he rolls two dice. You now have six different things to pick that gives your whole army right. whatever. Right? right. Here's my thought on it. I think Anything that's not Mars only gets one. They do. Yeah. But they still get one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so now you get better to, Now you get to yeah. pick. No, you get yeah. to pick. Yeah, it's much better option. That's right? incredibly yeah, good. That's you really roll good. two dice and you roll out. You roll perfect, right? You roll a two and a five. And a five. You can literally, okay, my whole army wants, eh, I'm going to, five is going to be for my whole army. And they're all going to reroll once. Yeah. Right? Because you plus one. Or you're going to be six, minus one hit. six is plus one And hit, be right? in cover no matter what. Or that one too. Yeah, that's right? incredible. And then the other guys get the other ones, which you don't really care about. It's just making you always get the canicles you okay. need yeah. on your want. Which who knows? There could be one sentence in the codex that, that makes this irrelevant, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It like, could be. Only from what I, from what I heard yeah. from Forge Narrative, because yeah. they went over the thing, okay. I don't hear anything. Because the way, which I'm not a fan of this, because when you know when they sold this edition, they're like, oh, when you play a, a. An army that's specific, you get all these bonuses and blah 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 blah. In reality, I can play Ultramarines, Imperial Guard, and whatever, and still get the stratagems of fucking Space Marines. And then when the IG comes out, stratagems of Imperial Guard because the detachments carry the stratagems, carry the stratagems yeah. right? I don't like that part, but with that mindset that the strat the different uh, detachments carry it, this is going to work. Were you always going to see call in a fucking command attachment mm-hmm. or even auxiliary, whatever, where you only take one yeah, and just, take the minus one? Hey, yeah. he, he's Mars. Everybody else is whatever flavor of the month you want to use the minus one to hit or the other ones. Oh, shit. Now, now I'm getting it kind of like, so you want to take call and he still gets his benefit of plus three inches. It's, this, it's the same thing when I wanted to play, have uh, objective secured in Eldar. I take Yvrain in the auxiliary one. She's my warlord, which then allows my whole army to be Yanari. But then all the other shit are still craft world, so I still have objectives here. And she's not in any of the attachments. It's the same thing. And she still affects them, but doesn't affect them. It's a weird thing. Like I think they should have put it like, if you want to use these stratagems, your whole army has to be Ultra range. Your whole army has right, to be yeah. Mars. Your whole army, like you know, you know where I'm going with this. Mm. Yeah, and then that would, that would you would have to weigh against. Okay, do I want to take things that are good, or do I want to, or do I the want strategy? I'm trying the to stratagem to have all these stratagems. Stratagems are really good. Stratagems make some like they make and break some units. Yeah, too. yeah. So I, th- I, I think we've. We, we went off topic plenty of times. <laughs> we've, we've kicked the ass out of news. <laughs> but there was so much to talk about, honestly. Yeah. There was a lot to talk. So we're going to take a break. I have to now break the seal. <clears throat> it's my turn. Phil has already peed like five times since he's been here. He's got the bladder of like an 85-year-old woman. <laughs> I, have, I have like six beers in front of me. Everyone else is drinking like one beer. <laughs> Are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you, you and Alex have been fighting. Is this why? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's time for another edition of Talking Tao with Alex. You heard the straight fella fucking asleep while Alex was talking about his list. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty common. This has been another edition of Talking Tao with Alex. And we're back. Um, it has been a extra long episode. I've kept these guys much longer than I had intended, and I've drank more beer than... Actually, I drank as ma- exactly as much beer as I had intended, because I'm storing my words. This is really where I want to be. Um, this is this is the, the place I want to live, is in this drunken state right here. <laughs> you're at home to us. I, I, I am at home yeah yeah so we're, we're in the conclusion um what first off well we'll, we'll get to that yet so give me some anyone got any hobby goals i know i got some hobby goals and you got uh, you just, your, uh, your hobby goals are to I, finish all their I'll shit i'll just get out of the yeah. way real quick like the new codex is coming out so like my hobby is like the little hobby i do have to build models is really stopped because i'm just like okay i don't want to fucking build these and have tyler paint these and spend this money and then yeah, I can't use those anymore, so I'm going to play these over here yeah. that now I have to build. Some. Yeah, you're waiting for your codex. I'm doing a little bit with the ad mech, too. Like, I, I didn't order anything else. I'm like, I've got what I've got, right? And if something new shows up that I really want, I'm like, maybe full Great Electro Priest might be good. I don't know, but I'm waiting. I can't buy anything mm-hmm. yet, so I know. So, yeah, I'm in the same position. Yeah. 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 Alex. No? Okay. No, my, shut up. Yeah, my anyway. only goals are... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say after Tyler. My hobby. Go- okay, I'll speak for Alex. I need to pay Sky Rays and Commanders. That's basically Tau in a nutshell. Sky Rays, Commanders, and Marker Lights. So mm-hmm. that's my hobby goals for Alex. Awesome. And for Ray, I have some hobby goals to do for myself. I would actually like to paint my Gray Knights for the SoCal Open because currently that's what I'm taking. And the second I get my hands on Mortarian. I'm chunking out X amount of hours to do that. And that's got to be my biggest goal that I want to get my hands on right now. Send me your pictures of anything. Got even hobby mm. progress on the Mortarian. I'm really interested yeah. in that. We'll uh, put it on the maximum sure. effort section of the website. So even if you don't have yours up and going yet, we'll mm. we'll pimp it out on our page too. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Phil? Um, I would like to get all my paints ready for the Sons of Medusa paint scheme. Uh, there was a paint scheme that I wanted to do that uh, actually had oil paints in it. Uh, I want to get them. I need to talk to you about that, Tyler. Okay. The oil paints. Um, I want to have all those painted by SoCal. Um, I'd like to have Tyler paint my Corvus model at some point. <laughs> no, but just getting everything ready for SoCal, getting everything based, getting more games in, and getting ready to fucking rock and roll for SoCal is my main goal right now. Sweet. Alex, you said you wanted something to talk about. No, my hobby is uh, basically my shop right now. Yeah, yeah, please tell me your shop. Oh, I yeah. forgot, I forgot. Yeah, your shop opening. Well, no, yeah. no, well, 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 I mean, right now. Uh, probably... That's a mythical thing. Isn't Have you got the keys yet? Yeah, no, I don't get the keys till the 15th of October because I already signed the lease. October of what year? So a month from now. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting the lease. I already signed the lease. I have to grind out the floors and then that's basically it until they hand it over. Some grinding out the floors for the shop, and uh, so that the, they can do their construction and all that kind of stuff. All right. the... So when you get the keys, will the shop be open? No, that's not how it works, Phil. Explain to me how it works. Okay, so I'm getting... we're in hobby progress. Yes, yeah, so explain to us how okay. opening up a shop yeah. works. Okay, so I sign the lease. Okay, I don't get the le- I don't get the keys. Actually, let's just do this over fucking breakfast. Yes, okay. yeah. that's a great idea. Baby's idea. crying. I'm hungry. Let's rock and roll. So am I. Let's go. Okay. All right. My hobby progress, I'm going to finish up my robots and stuff like that. And uh, I'll have pictures to share. These guys are like, they're dying. They're, they're 
I'm I, so hungry. I kept him out of here so long. So we're into the conclusion. What we've been drinking. Very important. <laughs> we talked about it at the beginning of the show. This Golden Road Brewery. I don't know what I've been drinking. Wolf Pup Session IPA. I, he gave it to me. I'm not a big IPA guy, but this stuff went down like oh. liquid gold, and I've had six Six now. of them? Yeah. I, I found this beer. This is out of Los yeah. Angeles. I went to like a local a small like liquor store over at my grandmother's house one time. I was like, this looks local. I'll try this. And it was they had other beers, and it was great. So I got this actually yesterday for a party I went to. I had a couple. Um, everyone else drank them, but they were pretty good. And I figured for tonight, you know what? He's he's going delirious because he's so hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twiggle toes in the corner over yeah. there is going nuts. But he's got his hands raised up in the air. But uh, yeah, we had I had this beer. I thought you guys would like it, um, so I brought it in. I'll you know I'll reach out to him. I'll pimp him out. You know, but Golden Road brewery they're out of los angeles they're wolf pup session ipa if you're looking for something good on a hot summer day this is the jam right here uh, anyway other than i'm hungry as balls and i'm ready to put a dick in my mouth what do you guys have to say well i'm definitely not hungry as balls or want a dick in my mouth you got to choose one no okay <laughs> he wants both you'll have both <laughs> i'm not hungry <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Veteran Gamer Listen. I'm Andy. I'm Alex. Ray. I'm Phil. And I'm Tyler. Drink up, ladies. 